0: Thank you, thank you, gentlemen and guns. coming. I'm on tour, everybody, probably for the rest of my fucking life. So go to BurtBurtBurt.com and find out where to find me. If you are in Edmonton, I will be doing a call-in sick-to-work show October 9th. I will go do radio, I will get drunk, I will then go straight to the club at 11 a.m. and do a show. Today's guest is a man cut from the same cloth as me,
1: Kyle Kinney. This is... Check in and check in. Yeah, I... Gotta have a sweet
0: knife. I'm a knife guy. Okay. You, gotta
1: have, you gotta have a few sweet knives. I believe I in that. I agree with that
0: entirely. I always buy a knife on the road. It's one of my, like, favorite fucking, like... It's like, you know, it's like some people collect shit. I don't really collect much shit. But I definitely... I definitely, like, uh, like I'll get knives and... uh
1: like gas station knives that yeah. are like shaped like a gun, and then a blade comes out of them. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> but you know, like in the South. Where, where did you grow up? I grew up outside of Chicago. Okay. So let me let me guess. You have a huge hard on for Bass Pro Shops. You have no. I got to stop in all of them. I have no nothing to do with the outdoors. But the fact the one in uh, Missouri is like that's like the either the biggest attraction before or after like the St. Louis Arch. Really? People just go to the the um, bass pro shops in St. Louis.
0: I'm going there. Uh, I'm going there Thursday tomorrow. Okay. I go to Missouri.
1: Okay, if it's out, if you go anywhere, I, I, don't, I don't. It's not. I drove by it. I forget it wasn't in in St. Louis, but it's and they're all indicative of the area. Yeah. so like the one in Louisiana has the the moss hanging down and alligators and stuff in it yeah they all have the animals hanging on the wall denver's got mountain animals hanging out
0: i love brad i i can go to those and literally spend like even like outdoor worlds yeah like i just walk around i don't and and the clothes aren't clothes that i'd normally wear like i'm not like a i'm not like a and they're not even like cool looking flannels like, some some of them you can find, like, good-looking, like... The kind of flannel... You know the flannels that have, like, thermals underneath them? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, like, old-school flannels. The
1: construction worker. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, like, I don't even like the clothes there, but I could walk around for hours.
1: it's Well, that's how I feel about, like, REI and sport. Because they're like, oh, I need all these things. Under the guise of apocalyptic survival. Yeah. Like, I, am, oh, I bought so much camping equipment. I barely ever go camping, but I got it all because I'm like, oh, I need it. We got to a whole
0: it. fucking garage filled with <laughs> camping shit, and I don't need it at all. And I buy, I buy, uh, I do it under the guise. Look at all, look at all my boots. I got all yeah. my boots over there. I got a uh, thing full of, I got these great boots, and I went to the REI in Alaska. Oh, oh so they're just geared up with snowshoes oh, and everything. And it's, and it's like next level REI because it's all the shit that, they we need for real survival. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I see. I have to, I have a mix between going, okay, I'm doing all right, and I could buy all these things, like not all, but buy something versus the little Chinese hands making i'm Like, yeah. well, <laughs> if I, like, why, like, why to just buy it to have it? Is it bad that I keep the little Chinese hands busy? Or is it good that the little Chinese hands will have more work? Yeah, it's I don't like, know. It that's... depends on my mood. i would be like, "Well, I gotta, they got to They got to work, so I better <laughs> consume their products." It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I always look at like I
0: always look at I always look at like hipsters in Colorado making them.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's my like...
1: hardly the case.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hardly the case. <laughs> that would be an interesting segment on the show. Is follow, uh, <laughs> uh, take it back to its origin.
1: Oh man. That would just depress me for so many things. Oh. Oh, break your heart. Even like, like Diet Coke, I, yeah. Or I, or I try like you know you try and do the Made in the USA things, but it's like now it's sadly few and far between. They had that show uh,
0: how it's made, and they always, but it was always yeah. like like a wooden baseball bat. Like it was never something anyone really uses yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: they're never going to do an iPhone. They can't really expose <laughs> how that's made. Well, well uh whoop! he jumped off the building all right let's go to ling over here (laughs) ling's not gonna jump but she's making one we can see how this is put together did
0: you grow up did you grow up like uh like with a liberal mentality or did you grow up i mean you seem i i i I read you as like as a regular liberal dude
1: yeah i mean liberal just as much as that uh, they weren't my my folks weren't real political but it was definitely more of a live and let live mentality like you whatever you're doing doesn't bother me and we i mean we were l- l- uh, lower middle class so
0: lower middle class like uh describe that in like in like put a face
1: on it that's what my dad worked for the airlines in the 80s really Every, everyone that went out of business <laughs> What airline? What airline? Uh, Eastern, Eastern TWA. My, one of my best friends.
0: One of my best friends' dads worked for Eastern. Yeah, out of Atlanta, and, okay. and was like, and when they went under, he was like, that just changed our life entirely." That was
1: it. Yeah, twenty years, twenty-two years. I think my dad worked there, and then oh, no more retirement, nothing, all gone, all pissed away because God, you know, corporate greed and the way things are. Running. I don't know how. You, how does, does is a traveling wearing on you nah. for work? no in airports or do you
0: i know i've gotten to the place where i really love airports now
1: tell me how to do that man because i'm gonna get oh. arrested in one of them real soon i'm the past month for me alone really? has been every weekend has been an experience where i'm like they're gonna put me in airport jail if not real jail for I <laughs> really reading. yeah I, i'm tsa i'm not even i don't even bite my tongue around him anymore are you still like, ari's like that ari oh, gets real
0: fucking aggressive they're, with DIA. they're
1: pointless I was at, just at LAX. I'm like, who cleans? You're gonna make me take my shoes off and just dirt and gum all over the floor. I'm like, okay, under just the fake image that you're here for my safety. How about basic sanit- How about basic cleanliness? How about that level? If you're oh, you're keeping me safe, I'm stepping in gum right now. I feel safer at a public pool. With, with a fucking ten-year-old like lifeguard than these dipshits. I have
0: a different. I have a little different. See, I'm aggressively airline loyal.
1: I was trying to be that, except Delta just took away all. their... Now you have to pay. Who? What, what do you mean you have to pay? Now it's now it's not about how much you fly. It's about how much you spend on your tickets. Yep. And yep. they just did it. So That's my loyalty, I don't got That's shit why I don't on. Fuck around with Delta. Who, who's your American? I wanted. I want American to fall out of the sky right what? now. Uh, Why? That was the worst. That was I've never flown them, and somebody out this weekend just that was my whole Twitter feed. I was just going off. Like, wait, I read torn, your Twitter. Yeah, feed. Yeah, you're getting I read torn your... a new asshole. You're American. like, wait, you're is this like, a prank show or did you really just change gates? It was ridiculous. Six gate changes, delay. Like six gate changes. Same. Oh nope. Now there's a plane here. A whole plane full of people. Not even like a two to. A seven, no yeah. A to C to A to B to C to A, all oh, over the airport serious? to the point where I'm like, In you Dallas? better, have, you, uh, yeah, I'm like you better have oh. bouncers at the gate because these people are getting pissed off. Like people are just yelling and openly laughing. Oh, we got a gate change. People are like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been me, but but still, that, that yeah, it was awful. Wait, what Unbelievable. was the? What, what was? Do you drink at airports? I wasn't drinking at this one.
0: I drink at airports. That also makes it really enjoyable.
1: I you know what? And I don't, yeah, I'm not an angry like i get real passive and easygoing yeah. after a few drinks.
0: See, I look at I look at um, well, I'm airline loyal, so I so going through security for me, I have TSA PreCheck. So I don't have to take off my shoes, I don't have to take off my jacket. I signed up
1: for it yesterday. I had it through Delta. Now I signed up for it for all of them yesterday. It's the greatest.
0: It's the yeah. greatest. It makes it easier. Um Upgrades on American are the easiest to get. Did um, we
1: start the podcast yet? Or are we yeah, we ta- okay. yeah, we
0: already started. Yeah, we <laughs> I realize
1: yeah. we're just yeah. having our, our travel conversation. Oh no, I, I would talk. I could talk notes. about travel
0: forever. Travel Channel would love for me to talk about it.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, especially then you have insight to it. Uh, uh, please, any tr- any tricks or tips? Because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lose my mind.
0: I okay. This I'm aggressive when I fly. Like I uh, like I, I take a very aggressive approach to booking. So mm-hmm. if I book coach. I look at the percentage of first-class availables versus first-class uh, taken, yeah. and I book on those flights that have the lowest. Like, so a lot of times I'll take the 6 a.m. flight yeah. because there's, no one wants to take that flight. So you have to get to the airport at get 4 get in the morning, up. and you get bumped up. So I'm real, and I will not fly coach, like, meaning like, like I got to fly to New York next weekend, and I looked at the ticket, and I was like, I can't afford first-class, but yeah. I'm not going to buy a coach because you never get to upgrade on those new planes they have. The new planes—they have Airbuses. You don't get upgrades on those. Oh, really? But I was like, "Fuck it! I'll spend." I, I hoard miles, so I oh, like—I'll yeah. I'll spend a hundred thousand miles on a flight to first class to New York.
1: How many miles you got? Uh,
0: I right now I have three hundred sixty thousand in my account. Oh, but I just man. spent a hundred thousand last night on a flight to New York.
1: Yeah, I'm at like four hundred fifty thousand, and oh. I don't spend them. I, oh. like, I have never used them for anything except my sister was trying to get to Vegas when we we're all there. So like to be able to go, like I got it, and throw the miles at that. That and get is really. Over I did that there. to my
0: parents. I, th- I flew my parents out for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I would I just performed in Tampa, and and then my parents were like, you know, the economy sucks, and my parents are like. Oh, I'd like to come out, but, you know. Yeah. And I was like, don't worry, I got it. And so well, I went through. Well, I thought you
1: through. said comedy sucks, nope. not the economy sucks. I just comedy. performed in yeah. Tampa and comedy sucks, so I uh, had my parents come out. <laughs> like, man. Comedy you, sucks. You really took a turn on this. <laughs> Are we in the house that comedy built right now, Bert? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck this thing. <laughs> uh,
0: no, so I flew them all out first class on miles and then flew them back on miles. Yeah. And that ha- that took a big dent out of my account. But yeah. airline load is number one because if you work your way up and the other really big really big secret i say hate to say serious i'm telling everyone yeah (laughs) if you you sign up on americans website there is a it's travel deals but ignore the travel deals what you want to do is find the um the advantage award deals so sometimes and this is how i first got to platinum is they said from the their slow months like the month of march to june you get triple the amount of miles for every flight so you sign up for those. You put in that awards thing in your account, yeah. and then every time you book flights, you triple them up. So you get three times miles for award uh, points, and that is how you can you can leapfrog. At the end of every, they do challenges in. If I'm not mistaken, from like November to December, yeah. they always do challenges, and it's it's the greatest way to get. I got Tom Segura uh, upgraded yeah. that way because it's the greatest, and then, um, but it's airline loyalty.
1: Because I would I would have it. Yeah, with, I would fly so much that I'd be like platinum by may or something yeah oh the one no, i'm no. still buying all the flights so i'll still get it yeah the next year but but just it just is great like sitting in the airport and realizing that so many flights are down for maintenance on american and they're just clicking it every half hour they're just putting it every half hour for this delayed flight yeah and i'm asking like, like, oh, they never know when it's going to be done they just put it off every half hour because if they cancel a flight then they got to buy hotels for everybody because it's the last flight of the night and so they're just being cheap asses oh. being tight fucking corporate asses and just not like Cancel your flight. Give people hotels and let them make other plans. Because right now you're just pushing everybody. You're just stringing them along, yeah. and it's greed. It sounds like a relationship. Greed. You're like, dump me. Oh yeah, just just let's. I end know it. spring break's coming yeah, up. Let's end it. Stop <laughs> teasing me. Just because you get lonely on Fridays until summer comes. Yeah, it's just like oh, you, oh I get so riled up. I almost got. They, we're gonna call airport police because I had a bowling pin in my bag. It was a bowling pin from this bowling alley that had punk shows back in the day in Chicago, and somebody gave me a bowling pin from it, and I got it from Chicago to Minneapolis. Yep. And then Minneapolis, like and I got held over because of weather. That's always a weird thing too, like when weather, like because you can't even take your anger out on weather. And I was just like, I just like won't recycle that day. Like, I'll just throw plastic <laughs> bottles in the regular garbage. Like oh the oh the the environment. <laughs> you're not doing anything for me. You're making my life miserable. Take that. There's they're great. Pacific garbage patch is another one for you. That Pacific garbage <laughs> Patch scares the shit <laughs> yeah. out of me.
0: Someone just sends me the other day, and I was like, "How have I never heard of this?" It's like, but you know, what's so funny is I got, I got, a, I get obsessed with like one small thing, and then mm. I will research the fuck out of it. Yeah, but it's so obscure. Like yesterday, I was obsessed with the Jose Boliviar. Boliviar, he's he's the, the fucking guy that liberated all of South America. Okay, yeah, but he's like the Abraham Lincoln for South America. For yeah. anyone who. Isn't Spain in uh, like on our side of the, co- uh, the world? Yeah. And um, I got obsessed with them. And then I fucking got on stage. And because this Mexican chick didn't know who he was, I lost my shit on her. It's <laughs> like, how can you not know him? And then and, and so
1: <laughs> became a Wikipedia yeah, expert I, on Exactly. This
0: yeah. Right now I'm obsessed with. Did you, have you ever seen the movie Goon? Yeah. I, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's great. I was like, this movie's fucking awesome. How come I didn't see it? Yeah. But apparently it came out right after like. Three hockey goons died from their injuries of being.
1: And then there's a documentary on Netflix about the the real life goon. Yeah, who's still just kind of. Did you play hockey nuts. growing up? No, I no sports. Sk- no sports. Skateboarding, BMX. Somebody can go off by myself and fail at. I would do that, but I wasn't a sports dude. I, so what kind of like what mm-hmm. what kind of skating did you do growing up? I was just terrible, man. I I look back at how many people skateboarded and rode bikes. People want to make that comment, like you hear all the guys like. We never had to wear helmets growing up just to ride a skateboard down the street and we turned out fine. Well, no, first off, you sound like an asshole. Yeah. You know, you sound like you're probably an angry, (laughs) shitty dad. (laughs) Stop being a pussy, just go out there and do it. Furthermore, you didn't have everybody had TV, watch what skateboarding is now. Yeah. And then like be happy your kids have got a helmet on because they're gonna try and jump off the roof with that skateboard. For me it Hmm. was like, maybe I can do maybe I could rail slide a parking block and I could still I was like couldn't even get that figured out. Now kids are like, eh, handrails, I guess. We just go for handrails. Like, yeah. yeah. Be, be glad your kids wearing a helmet riding a skateboard.
0: I, I, I make the girls wear helmets all the time when we do when we just ride bikes. And uh, Isla fell off wearing a helmet and fucking cracked her noggin. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, because hey, Isla's a little bit of a lunatic. Yeah. And I was like, thank God. Like I never wore a helmet growing up, but that doesn't mean it was
1: right. No, but at least once a year there was either somebody in your town or the town over. Like, oh yeah, something happened. He split his head open. He's you know a little soft on a little soft on the intelligence scale. Now I
0: had a friend growing up that was like that. Yeah, that was like totally changed after one accident. Was you were bonk, like bonked out. It was back when you were like when you hit your head and everyone's like sleep it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're like. <laughs> That's the opposite of what you should fucking do. Yeah,
1: your eyes are dilated. It's because now you you appreciate life more. You want to take in more information? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're a doctor, Mom. I know that there's that cough medicine commercial that says you're a doctor, Mom, but you've been way off on some of these health tips. Wait, how old were you when you smoked weed? What was that? How How old were you when you smoked weed? I think I First. was I was probably like seventeen. Really, I tried it once. I was late to the game on everything. I didn't drink until I got out of so high funny school. Funny, you know, you don't
0: have that persona at I, all.
1: I know. Well, yeah, I did. Like high school, I just I was on a straight. You know, I never hung out with the the kids that were into that stuff. And my friends, we were all nuts in our own right, and, yeah. and had fun with these. Which it never looked, it turned out to be. They were all good kids, and just pot. It just came later.
0: When did you get your man voice? This this whole. Like, truck, like because like, it happens at fourteen.
1: Technically, I don't know. I think this this is from smoking and drinking over the years. Like this kicked in. That uh, that it, the, the combined with doing comedy at night. Yeah, so I go a whole day without talking to anybody until a show. Sometimes, like and I love like on the road, I won't talk to anybody all day until I get to the show.
0: I I I used to lose my voice very quickly and on stage because I was so talented
1: because <laughs> i cause i knew my range yeah and i knew how to you know i how, knew how to, how to
0: shout and be high energy and that was it
1: is it funnier if i say it like this
0: Foltron, matt Foltron says his favorite quote is uh confidence versus vo- confidence plus volume equals funny it's david tell
1: <laughs> it's so funny that's how everyone just okay Uh oh, the trend the trends in comedy of that you like <sighs> having done it long enough you're like I get, I'm, I'm scared now because you know, I can't do it. – like, it seems like all comedy this, – this sounds arrogant, but so much stand-up now is just, oh, I'm a piece of shit, sad bearded white dudes, sad bearded straight white dudes. I'm like, well, I'm not sad, so that's disingenuous. So I'll write jokes about being a happy, fat bearded white dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also not getting I'm, – I'm trying to not grow bigger and trying to grow smaller. Well, I noticed so, you trimmed your beard up. Your, That's your the best weight loss technique: is just grow a beard and then trim it. And everybody thinks you lost weight.
0: Everyone thinks you're healthy too. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, really cleaning up. <laughs> what's so funny is, you know, every time I trim my beard, I remember a statement you said in Amsterdam. And I said, oh, man. "Do you know? Do you know? You remember the one?
1: I don't remember the state, but I remember the trip. <laughs> I was
0: fucking. I was obliterated. <laughs> the vast majority of that trip. <laughs> the, the,
1: the, the audience of people where English is their third language, they just stared at you. The whole oh, that's in my not documentary. You, me, I mean me? I no, confused. that was me. That was me. They stared all of us.
0: I did a joke where I said, uh, where the it's worked everywhere.' And I never really had faith in the joke because it was it was weak writing on my part. So what uh. I would do is." I would. It was weak writing, but I loved the premise and I loved the payoff of the next joke. Yeah. So I just. I've always kept it in, yeah. and uh, and I would always sell it with my eyes. I would oversell it with like like doing my eyes back and forth, and uh, and I did it in that small room that. Tumblers or whatever that warm up room we did oh, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like me and you and Christina Pajitsky in the back corner, yeah, drinking, yeah. And then we went up and it bombed so fucking bad, <laughs> and no one laughed. And I was like, <clears throat> and I agreed. I was like, you're right, you're right about this joke. Like I've always felt this joke didn't deserve a laugh. Really? Oh, I really. And I was like, oh my god, you guys got in my head where it deserves to be. But
1: I see, I've, 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 I'm sorry. I'm no, no, right. no, 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 no. Because I don't feel like like if it's poor writing. I mean, there's some people who are salesmanship, and it's it, there's a physicality to the bit. But if, if, if it's funny, if you laugh, then you laugh at it. Then fine. Then, then, then that's it's a funny thing to do on stage, and the guys at comedy. Yeah. If the right, you know, if the writing's not, there's some people. The writing's fantastic, but they're boring as shit to watch. You know, there's it's a mix, uh, it's a combination of all those elements. I don't it's think interesting. You know? I
0: never looked at it that way. There are mm-hmm. dudes that are great writers. It's just tough to sit through.
1: I was, uh, I started off. I came from writing. I didn't come from a performance background. So my thing was just sit up there and just read what I've written verbatim. Really, and my thing was like if the words aren't funny as it is, I don't want to earn the laugh by selling it or being a personality. <laughs> so the words have to be there. And then slowly, I'm like, oh, yeah, you can move around. You can look at the audience. I still can't look at the audience on stage. It still scares the shit out of me. Really? But, yeah, I look above them or at the floor. I can't, I, no matter how good a show's going, I always, make, I always look at the one person who's not having a good time. It's that Murphy's Law thing. I think everyone the does that. The one crossed arm, like, oh, I, I suck. I'm going to spend the work.
0: entire show focusing on you yeah. and what you don't like about me as yeah. opposed to what they do. Oh,
1: God, I don't do any crowd work. I don't want to, like, it'll creep in here and there if I can really feel it, but I don't want to talk to the audience.
0: Oh, I'm hardcore crowd work. Like, I last night I did a set at Flappers, which is a pretty great club. I'd never, I've been there once.
1: That's right. You went to uh, Burbank? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's not, my buddy Nate was out there. You know Nate Craig, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nate was out there. Last night? I think he was out there. Yeah. I know I, he went out there Monday He was, was there for the wrong night. Oh, yeah. It, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's like a nice little spot out there and you, you just... Busted on the crowd, or just
0: I just got into this. I just I am working on this one joke, and I, I had this realization where I'm not working hard enough at stand up. Like I'm doing it, oh man, but I'm let's not talk. Like <laughs> let's I, talk. <laughs> I feel like I get jokes. I feel like I, this is the analogy. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Flagler, the guy that discovered Florida. So, okay. Not discovered it, but, but developed Florida and bought most of Florida. Okay. So what he did is he got into Florida, and he stopped like at his first place, and he was like, wow, this place is awesome. Mm-hmm. This is really great, and I want to I wanna develop St. Augustine, but I wonder what else there is out there. And so yeah. he just kept going down the coast, yeah. and he never really focused on any one area. Mm-hmm. So he got all the way down to Miami, which he developed that whole fucking path, but he just claimed it. And I feel like I do that with stand up. I just go out and if the joke kind of works, I go good it works. I'm done. Now what's the next one? Like the fun for me is getting it to work and then once it works, I just leave it and I don't develop no, it more.
1: But I think that's a good thing for me because that means that the puzzle can't be completed. Some people just want an hour and then they sit back cuz it works yeah. and they're happy. They're happy with the with the with the applause, with the adulation of the audience. And I'm like, "No." If it works, that means that's. There's some stuff like there's some, there's some. Sometimes it's a joke, you know. You write it and like, oh, that's the joke. It's all written that way. But for me now, it's more just this <clears throat> malleable subject that I can, you know, pull things off of, like 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 just an idea that I'll, you know, just like a gnaw on for. 15 minutes on stage and that yeah. that can always grow that as you're talking about it it's like a conversation you're, you're talking about a subject and like oh hey bring oh that's another thing i want to talk about yeah. so that's not so much a joke as like a subject that you could just go at for a while and it doesn't really finish or anything it's just an interesting thing that you want to talk about i love talking about ghosts i'll go up there and like all of a sudden i'm talking about ghosts for 15 minutes and then something else hits me i'm like oh and then there's another thing about this subject that i like talking about yeah uh, but i like that Oh, this thing works. Okay, what's next? Cuz that means you can't finish comedy. Yeah. And so it's but then I, I th-
0: feel like then I also leave a lot of unfinished comedy out there. Like a lot of like mm-hmm. a lot of really like um I feel like I I feel like I don't do the the hard work that maybe like uh and I always use Bill as an example um but I won't only because I don't think that's fair for Bill. But like Attell is a good example of like yeah. he does he gets a joke up and running, and then he does like four or five different tags every night of the week to find out which one he likes the best or which one yeah. has the most juice to it. And I'm like, I don't do that. I just get it up and running. And I'm like, all right, that works. Next one. Like, so I feel like. So what I did is I decided to sit with my notebook, write what's wor- write what's working, and then work on it. So, which yeah, which like I had this joke about my daughter seeing my dick, and I was and it was like. <laughs> And, it, and, but I was like, I got it to a place where it worked. And I was like, we're well, fine. And then I looked at it and I was like, well, no, we're not. Maybe this could be a really good bit. Maybe I could really. So I've been focusing yeah. on it. But then it bombed last night and I was like, bailed on it. I was like, fuck it. Let me talk to the Mexican chick. And
1: <laughs> I, do you, so if it's bombing, because sometimes, like, I, I have a problem. I don't want to work on new stuff when I'm on the road because oh, that's feel, the only place to work on new stuff.
0: Really? That's oh, my favorite. But yeah, but you're not, you work the road differently than I do. But like, it's
1: the, all this is stylistic. There's no one right or wrong way to do it. Yeah. For me, I feel like, oh, if people paid. To come to the show, I want to give them the stuff that works. Because in my mind, this will go away. All I have is stand-up. I don't act. I don't write. I don't do this. I do voiceover, which for comedy central i thought like oh man so i must have this unique voice that everybody wants nobody's knocking down this door like eh, drink a diet pepsi uh fucking dicks you know like nobody <laughs> yeah. it works for 18 to 24 year olds that are trying to figure out when workaholics is on but so so i realized and that that can go away at any time so all i've got is stand up so i feel like i've got to make every time i go on the road it's got to be the best show like people go like See, people, well we're coming back next time but people will
0: pay for your tickets Yeah, like I'm in the I've always like, I've always worked the other side of the road, which is like funny bones and improvs. Yeah, like you're doing primarily. I'm assuming rock clubs and I'm trying
1: to get there. I'm doing smaller venues, yeah, smaller venues. But But I learned from from bands that you got to go for the loyalty, not for just the big blow up. Get people in, get their money, and then split. Like, no, you got to make sure they want to come back. Yeah. Gotta, well,
0: that's the, the way. Like you, I know Kumail does it that way. Yeah. Like a lot of the more, I say, I say alt, but not. I don't think anything's really alt these days.
1: What's alt? I think is the business approach to it.
0: Yeah, it's not so that, much yeah. the comedy. It's not the, the comedy. It's the business approach. That you, that is the fucking smartest thing I've ever heard. Because yeah. I took the traditional business approach, where it's like, it's like. Two grand for the week. Yeah. When you start out, you get two grand for the week, and then you—they just fill the club with people. Yeah, and it's like no one really paid to see you, but it's a packed club, so you get sold out shows. But that's where I learned how to write was because I didn't really give a fuck, primarily for like the vast majority of the crowds. Yeah, definitely on Thursday and Sunday, those were deaf, hardcore writing nights. Yeah. like late show Friday and Saturday, I would really focus. Early shows would be a tad bit more focused.
1: I. See, I I, I would I, – when I started doing stuff like that – because when did you go – when were you on the road full-time?
0: Uh, when I was – I started – when Georgia was born 10 years ago, I was on the road every week of the year. And I, it's been like that ever since.
1: Okay. Yeah, I started road full-time about five years ago. Yeah. And because I stayed – I just stayed in either Chicago or L.A. and just like, no, I'm going to work on my precious little weird way of doing things because I didn't like – because going on like the few road gigs, I'm like – Oh man, I mean as much as I drink and everything, like these are just drunk like and I'm trying to do my little personal stories and they don't want to hear that. Yeah,
0: it's it's interesting because there is a fine there's a fine mix. Like I've been on the road long enough where I see guys who got caught in the system. Yeah. And and that is my it's always been my biggest fear is that because I can I'm definitely prone to bad habits. You
1: didn't get caught by it. No, I'm still a little bit in the
0: system. Like I I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. I definitely I I would I would be really scared to work a rock club.
1: Why? Because, because you have your audience though too. People know who you are. Yeah, but the, plus but you, you, know, a, you mean you're a high energy. There's a lot like, of intangibles get, like
0: like the the lighting, the mic, the the. You know. There's a lot of like talking at the bar. Like we did one rock club, I forget where it was. I want to say it was the Forty Volt or something or.
1: Forty watt, forty watt? Athens, yeah, maybe. That's why I'm recording my special there. Yeah, you could to tell me a horrible <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm sorry. So only name of the place I remember, but I don't, I don't know if that was it or not.
1: Athens, Georgia.
0: Yeah, and I, I want to say it was in Athens. I don't remember. I did, a, I did rock clubs for yeah. a little while because, um, because you could, you could, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you could find a venue. That's part of what's beautiful about this business, and I would say Stanhope reinvented this business. Yeah, and he was like, you can find a venue that seats people, and you can do a show, and you can get the door, and you can make money. Yeah, I can't remember where the fuck this place was, but whatever it was, had a bar on the right and a bar on the left, and you were trying to focus to the people in the center. Oh, and it was like, and it was like, it was like chaos. I don't, I don't mind it, but as far as once you've done like all the funny bones you're it's it's
1: every room looks identical you get used to that aesthetic and everything my my thing, yeah i just i just learned it from bands i mean i sound like a broken record now the way i keep talking about it. like yeah just, i learned it from bands like what kind of music out. did you like it was always punk rock stuff when i was in high school but bands that were like where, wherever there's a venue they'll play the show venue that won't have it we'll do it at somebody's house and it was never for money and as as a, as a fan as somebody going to see these bands going oh man like going to see these like these band- nobody's heard of these guys. They're not on radio or MTV or anything. And there's 300 people jammed into a bowling alley or jammed into yeah. this church basement or this VFW hall to see this band. And the show they put on, make sure that next time 600 people are going to come see them, and they're going to get to the that next. Really venue. smart way
0: to approach so, the business.
1: Well, there's no guaranteeing that it's going to work. I just like, I just know how I felt seeing a band at that level and gr- and growing with them. Like, so like I just applied that to comedy and the same way I still do clubs. Yeah. I, there, and, and there's some clubs that realize that, Oh, this is a viable option for comedians. We better make it more hospitable for them. Yeah. For when, you know, if they want to come through town, not that I need to be pampered or treated well or anything, but you know, no $30 ticket prices and $9 drinks. Cause get the, you're pricing out people who want to come see the show. And then you're getting people who have money who have no concern about seeing the show, and are and, gonna be, and and no, and not yeah. going to have fun and be shitty audience members.
0: It's like getting it's like getting people who are uh, who can go to uh, go to buy a Mercedes to the Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, a lot of this shit's not going to. They want to yeah. buy it at Hamaker Shamacher or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, it's. I'll tell you the thing that I'll tell you the thing that I regret about the road. Only in, it's really 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 hard to build a following on the road. Like I've been I've been out of ten years and and very seldomly and I and I say this very self aware of what I'm saying. Do you get like you get a lot of fans, but they're fans that have discovered you through podcasts or or TV shows. Very seldomly do you get people that are like you know ten years ago I saw you here and I've been following your career ever since. Because a lot of times you're just that comic that weekend that they decided to go and they have no clue what they're gonna hear. Yeah, and so you do kind of. You're and, and, a, and you're also com- competing in a marketplace where, you know, a lot of ventriloquists and and hypnotists, or, and
1: the people that might like the type of comedy, like a comedy club, that could be. There's some yeah. clubs that know that that's they, it's not the like. Does it have to be wackety sacks before the show starts and yeah three Stooges clips and like they know they're at a comedy club. They bought tickets. You set them. They know where they're at. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it when it's some super posh nightclub feeling thing, too. I know my aesthetic. I know who would probably like my stuff. And so it's. I just play the same places these bands would play in the town anyway. And I you know, I told my agent, I'm like, this, I don't want to, it's not a cash grab. We can't like, oh, here's a 500-seat place. Well, yeah. I'm not going to sell 500 tickets. Put me in a 200-seat place and sell it out. And that way, like, oh, shit, man. Next time you come through, we either do two shows at the smaller venue or move it up slightly. But like, oh, it's sold out. Like, I need to know that too. I can't like play into it, like one third full room. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? Who do I think I am that I could Like, I don't feel good doing that. Because, yeah. Oh, 150 people jammed into this place. But also, <clears throat> I got low overhead. No family. Oh. No debt. Rent. And that's it. And so... I don't know if I'm... It's not like I longed for those things and made a grand sacrifice to do it. It's like, oh, no, that was never really going to be... That was never something I was worried about anyway. Like, oh, I'm going to find somebody and settle down. That was never... Even before I started comedy, I never thought about that as part of my life. So I, I was just like... I gotta find something that makes me happy because I'm not gonna have a daytime. I'm not gonna have a day job that makes me happy. I'm gonna have a day job that I have to have. Yeah. Because you gotta pay your bills. You can't be a piece of shit. So I'm gonna work in a. You know, work in a warehouse. um, You know, make it the supervisor or something and have a serviceable job. And then I found comedy. I'm like, oh, I found my thing to do. At night. This is like, this is the poker game with your buddies. Yeah. Or this is like, you know, oh, I got really good at darts because it's a thing I do at a bar <laughs> with my friends anyway, drinking. But I got pretty good at it. Maybe I'll go enter a dart tournament, you know? Yeah. And that's what stand-up was. Like, oh, I found this thing. And and the writing, like, oh, the puzzle part of it, like, oh, it's never finished. Oh, they laughed at this? Oh, I got to see if I can come up with another thing. Never, like, sit back and, because you couldn't do the same. Like, you stay in Chicago for four years or you stay in L.A. to do your material You can't do the same thing every night. That's why I only write in L.A. I'm like, oh, I can bomb here. People know this is the workshop. Oh, this is where I feel like
0: you get in trouble. Really? Yeah, like last night night when I started fucking around, the girl that I was talking to had a very strong Spanish accent. I I actually mistook it for Belarus at first. That's was a such very a very
1: intellectual mistake. But like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Are you, you Belarusian? Oh, no, Spanish. My fault. Pardon me. <laughs> the only reason
0: is I had seen a documentary about Qatar. Not documentary is a big word. Are you the guy I who watched
1: a documentary and then you're an expert on it for yeah.
0: the next three weeks? So I bring it up. I was like, are you from Belarus by any chance? I just learned about Belarus run, uh, weightlifters just
1: throwing a, a random country out there just to drop it. It was like a junior college when I called it Taoism. <laughs> my philosophy just like Taoism I'm like that's probably the one as well I, I was brought up differently I, I was actually told to me by a, t- by a Tibetan so that's how he pronounced it never mind this is community college
0: <laughs> but she she had a very strong accent and then I said I found out she was Mexican and she was like this by the way in the middle of that daughter da- daughter dick conversation like because she started booing the joke as I did as I started it and so now I'm like
1: fuck well then hold on. she do so, not go to hell
0: I said well wait I go did you grow up rich like, cause it, I mean like a regular, thing. I mean, not like I show my daughter, my dick, everyone listening has barely heard any of this. I showed one live time in a small house. It was during an earthquake and I live in a small house yeah. and no, I did not
1: use, but if you grow up in a yeah. small house, nudity will happen.
0: Yeah. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna like, it's not, it's never on purpose. I mean, my daughter no. saw my parents naked the other night at, in, <laughs> in their house and it's big, but it just happened. It wasn't like I it did, it did it on purpose or it happens often. <laughs> happened one time. So, but it's happened before, but, uh. But the girl, I said, well, did you grow up rich? Like, and she goes, no. I said, you grew up in a big house. She went, no. And I said, what's your accent? Are you from Belarus? And then she went, no. And I said, because that would make sense then. And then I went on some like riff about what I would believe a lifestyle would be like in Belarus. And then she said she was Mexican. And, you said, and I said, oh. I said, well, I, I don't? I can't really. I don't really know what a Mexican household's like, so I but can't your, really."
1: But your dad wasn't there anyway. No. so I see why that wasn't. A problem.
0: <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I had already covered that topic with oh. uh, with something else. I don't know what <laughs> that didn't get you murdered. And oh, flappers and perfect. but then but then the the point was, I said to her something in Spanish, and she goes, "I don't speak Spanish," and I mm-hmm. said, "But you have such a strong accent." I go, "How can you not speak Spanish, but also not speak English?" She goes, "What do you mean?" Like she's like, "What do you mean?" And I go, "What do you mean? What do I mean?" I go, "You don't even speak English. Are you speaking broken English to me? Are you you suck at all languages?" And then I, and then everyone was loving it, but I'm taking fucking shots at this girl. Yeah, yeah. But she started it by booing me. But my point yeah. is, like, so when I'm when I'm on the road, I enjoy writing because so I feel like I feel like. Like especially on a Sunday or a Thursday show because I feel like half yeah. the rooms comped anyway. So there, you know what? Let's take some chances. Then I feel like fans love to watch you write. Also, they love just like real like real comedy fans. Yeah. Like if I go see Chappelle, I want to see him fuck around on stage for a little bit. I'm not saying I'm Chappelle, but like but
1: but covering a new topic. I think maybe that's where I I get that. But also I feel like that's what I'm talking about. Like when I talk about a subject instead of having just a written joke. Yeah. That it comes out that way anyway. That it, com- it, it can come out in a different order, it can come out it doesn 't have to be this word has to follow this word, otherwise none of it'll be funny
0: but I, I like what you said mm-hmm. I don't, like I, I never really heard it that way, but what you said about stand up being like your thing to do at night like darts or poker it,
1: it was a, it was a retirement hobby i 've always used the metaphor it's like, it 's my model train set. like you see someone when they retire and they 've got to do something with their time so they get into like golf model tra- yeah or yeah, this one thing. That I'm. It's never gonna be perfect, but I could just sit here. I'll create little worlds, or maybe I'll just go golf. Like, you should see the Lego perfect. Movie. <laughs> I love the Lego Movie. It's one of my favorite movies I've ever it was, seen. It was. I I was putting it off, but I produced it was great, and I saw it on an airplane. Yeah, I was, I was like one of those. I hate movies hit me even harder on airplanes. <gasps>
0: don't get me started. I don't know why. Walking Tall. I'm sobbing, crying at that movie. What is with it the about? Rock. You
1: can't. Like yeah, why can't like? What is it, is it about being confined? And you have, there's no distractions of being at home, whether it's on a TV, but you're walking around, or it's like you're just you're sitting there, you can't move, you're focused on it, and then it's one of those little seeds of emotion, like. No, well, come on! You're a man. You're not gonna, you're not gonna cry. You can't. You can't cry. You're sitting between two people right now. You're, yeah. you, God, what if you? Oh Jesus! Oh God! Oh no! Oh, what's gonna happen? Oh, where the wild things are? Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And it just where's yeah. my hoodie? I gotta yeah. put something over I'm, my. R- eyes. I'm sleeping. I'm 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 wet sleeping. I, I wet nap. I have wet naps. <laughs> what did I? I just saw
0: something on the plane and I was crying so fucking hard and I couldn't <laughs> stop crying. It might have been a song. I get musical catch me off guard. So,
1: what, just out of nowhere, like, oh, this is what you need right now?
0: Uh, there is uh, Dr. Dog. Okay, you ever heard I heard of them. Yeah, Dr. Dog's got a song about, uh, and it just, and it's, uh, let me see, I've, I bet I have it on my phone. I, it, it does horrible.
1: Um, you, you know what I was embarrassed that got me? Was right when I got, I was having, well, I was already in a rough spot in life, but I put my bags in a hotel bed, I was in Vegas, and turned on the TV, and it was, uh what the bucket list like that's with morgan freeman yeah and it shouldn't have gotten me as much as it did um but, but, I, but i got real caught up in that one It didn't even like unpack just sat on the bed and started watching and all of a sudden just dude, crumbling
0: the goon I, I sat and watched The goon last night this is this is the song and it just has this like it's got this old and now all the pictures to my kids are coming up on my ipad oh. And then if you, just, if you just hear this and you imagine you're looking at your, your daughter as a baby and then at the beach. Hang on. Because it's the
1: little things. Do, do you have to change it and put on ghetto Thing. boys or something real quick on the plane? fucking welcome it.
0: I, get, I make it rain. I just like fucking here we go. And then listen to this. Tell me this doesn't remind you of like childhood right here.
1: That was a little fun. Jam. And so
0: yeah, and so now I'm like, and all I can think is like, don't be, don't grow up. Yeah. And so I'm literally bawling my eyes out, thinking about my daughters, because I, I was with, um, I was with, Steve, I'd been with Steve Byrne, and yeah. Steve had said something that just caught me off guard and got me emotional, and I and I've been dealing with, I've been going through a rough patch yeah. with emotions lately about crying, and he was like, he was like. um I ran into him in Tempe and, and outside. Yeah. I was shooting and he was doing a show. Yeah, and he like real, just real fucking vulnerable. It was like, I don't know, man. How do you do this road? I'm missing this little girl grow up. And I just very flatly was like, Oh yeah, you, you just missed that. And he was like, What? Bleh. And I was like, Yeah, that just yeah, you don't get to see it. And I was like, You know, they got an option. Uh. They can either, <laughs> you know, they can either have a house. And then I went, Whoa, fuck! Mine's ten and eight. And I and I really. I really missed it. Like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure I saw it, and I'm sure that, and any other father probably saw the same, and would never have that insight. But as a vulnerable, as any yeah. comic who's vulnerable, any comic's vulnerable, unless you're like, I'm sure Mincy is not vulnerable, but, but <laughs> like, but like, you just go, I God, it just caught me off guard, and I was like, wow, I did miss it.
1: Like, well, I, but then I mean, I, I mean, I get to uh, obviously, I, I, I'm commenting without having kids, and you know, in a devil's advocate sort of way, like is it better that you know dad missed some moments but he's happy dad and doing what he enjoys that provides for a family that when you come back it's not miserable dad who's around every day after getting off work and hates his job and is yes. like oh here's my kids because then instead of <clears throat> missing some of the important things but like or being but you're just the kids are annoying all the time. You're annoyed by the kids all the time. And I'm, not, I'm, not, I don't have, I'm not a five, so I, I don't get the. Now speak I'm the same
0: as point. you. Like I'm regular. Like me. Like as much. I'm more mm. close to you than I am close to other dads. Because yeah. like I got more in common with you than I do other dads. Like I, like mm. they're going to the dentist right now. What I didn't tell you is George is getting two teeth pulled. I don't want to be there. Ugh. I don't want to be there for it. To be dead honest with you, I'm cool <laughs> missing that. So I was like, "Oh, thank God, this podcast is happening now because <laughs> I don't want to be there. It's going to be a lot of drama, but it'll be fine." Can't
1: cancel on Kyle. He's got a real yeah. busy schedule.
0: I told so. you, I could not. I loved listening to my wife say your last name. It is <laughs> one I of name. my. It's been like a little secret giggle I've had this whole time. We have Kyle <laughs> Kanani coming up.
1: Like you're Hawaiian. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I got a good sunburn right now. I'll go with the Hawaiian vibe,
0: my, but uh, but but yeah. So. I don't know. It caught me off guard, and I ended up crying on a plane. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fascinated by what you said about. Um, so Steve's got Steve's got a kid too. Steve got steve has got a little girl, and he was just like. I mean, he was he was being very real. I was like, yeah. God, man. I was because I was like, I'd love to be on the road. You got your whole cast for your show on the road. You guys are got to be having a blast. But he's looking at it like, yeah, but I want to see my kid grow up.
1: Yeah, I I realize some things that I say that sound real depressing and a loneliness. Like I like being alone. Like. What depressed me was being at a comedy club for four days on a weekend and then being home for two days. And again, just sitting in a, in a hotel for four days and seeing the same things. And See, I, I don't I can, go to museums. I don't do the stuff you should do. I like,
0: do. Okay, this is what I do. I say I do. Someone's mm-hmm. going to hear this and go, You've done it a couple times. You don't <laughs> do it. I enter a 5K on Saturdays and, like, yeah. just, yeah, like, I find a local 5K. <laughs> Um, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then Sunday is my favorite day. And the my love Sunday because what I do is I get naked and I start organizing my room, <laughs> like just like Howard Hughes. Really? I fucking make the bed and I start organizing everything. Let's look at my knife collection. I line up my knives and it's like almost like OCD.
1: But this is here. No, this is on the road. You organize
0: uh, and the hotel I love. I there is no. I'm being honest when I say. I don't have much better joy than a Sunday on the road during football season. And I got my fantasy football on my computer going. I got my pickems on my iPad. I'm organizing my room. I'm, in, I'm naked. I haven't worked out yet. I just had a few cups of coffee. And I'm like, this is what I'm fucking talking about.
1: The, the naked thing, I'm totally down with that. Like Once you realize you don't have to work, like, yeah, this, I'm yeah. sorry, but my asshole is touching everything in here. <laughs> I did a but, video – oh,
0: i got to tell you this only because I, one of the funniest things I ever did, no one ever fucking – no one saw it and no one <laughs> liked it. I was in Cleveland at their condo and I was pissed that I was in a condo. Yeah. So I got my video camera.
1: I go, funny. hey – Is it hilarities or is it a funny – fun, it? It's an improv. Okay.
0: It was a yeah, – that's it's not the mm. – you know. but I was in the condo which and there was yeah. blood on the condo from the guy that had been there from the week before. So I was a little upset. So I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm here. The guy that had been here had left blood on the walls, and you know it didn't be, it wasn't cleaned up. So, and I'm naked. Why so I go. So I'm going to go around and put my balls on everything in the condo. So I walked around with a video camera, but with my hand as the balls, and I just this is me in the, and I just knocked the forks and knives around, and I'm like, but I've got it like selfie shooting me. I'm like, here's putting my balls. My balls are going in the fridge, and you'd hear me knocking things around, and no one fuck. I had to take it down because Travel Channel didn't like it, but.
1: Oh, uh, comedy condos. I don't even want to fatten Then you hear the stories about the old like John Fox or like these old road dudes that like their prank was to just like jizz in the conditioner. <sighs> like uh, I, I can't. I like uh, like when it's hospitality. I've done some tours where people are like you can sleep on my floor, or my couch, and I appreciate that hospitality. I'll take it. At somebody's home. Yeah. But comedy condos, you know, have to be so disrespected by people out of the road taking their frustrations out of being on the road. I oh, I can't. The cleaning thing I get, I, when I get home, I clean my apartment because it's one of the few things that I can have. There's tangible results of something that's in my realm of control. The rest of my life, I'm not in control of it. I can control how hard I work at stand-up, but yeah. there's, that doesn't mean there's plenty of people that bust their ass at stand-up and they're not funny. Or there's something that just doesn't click and they don't there's get to me. N- there's nothing more depressing. And, and, and I, I'm... And I don't ever want to be the person that thinks they deserve things. So I go the other way. I'm like, I don't deserve any of this. So all I can do is work as hard as I can and be ever fucking grateful that I get to do this. And yeah. every time I want to start complaining about something, every time I'm in the airport and something like, oh, I'm going to punch a TSA agent. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going? Are you going to tell jokes for a living? Yeah. That's where you're going this weekend. Dial it down, buddy. Turn it down. You get in the. Go- Your dream came true. So stop bitching about stuff. I mean, it, it's it is hard. Like cause you can only bitch to other comedians yeah. that have similar complaints. It's, I, I never want to be the guy bitching to somebody. It's like. You know, oh, what, oh, that's your that's your problem. Oh, you, oh, you didn't get your, your joke telling didn't go good this weekend. Your jokes, <laughs> the, the shit you do for free in front of me, and my friends, when we're growing up, that you get paid for now. You want to trade? You want to trade with me? You want to do mine? Yeah, my buddy Bob always calls me out on it. Oh, really? oh, yeah, joke that that didn't go good. Yeah, I say he's a like that's like. Fathers of young children are, are like way more punk rock than Gigi Allen ever was. Cause like, seen him come out, like, oh, gee, that barf, he knew it came out of his mouth. This, I don't even know which kid's barf this is. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we're, we're drinking oh, that's tonight. That's so fucking great. <laughs> like, we're drinking. Could be piss. Could be food. Shit. I don't know. Get me a shot. We're, I'm out of the house right now. Oh, dude. Dad's drink
0: dads who have dads who don't like their job throw fucking down those are the guys that get eight ball and they're like they're like fuck it like who gives a shit like uh, I have my buddy uh, you know Joey Diaz yeah Joey Diaz came to one of my Easter parties and brought edibles and (laughs) fucking everyone ate edibles on accident all the parents and my dad and uh, and so this last Easter I mean everyone showed up and when they saw that Joey wasn't here they were so let down (laughs) And they're like,
1: they got to do it on accident. Yeah, right? didn't, like, they didn't even have the guilt of knowing. What they oh, it's like it was great.
0: Joey put him up on the t- like at the front of the man cave, right there, and he was like, "Yeah, this popcorn's gonna knock you dick in the dirt." <laughs> and everyone got to eat edibles. And then well, then we closed it in the man cave, and we did a podcast in here, and it was like so real. All the all the yeah. dads, the moms were so pissed. <laughs> but dads throw down. I get emails. Um. I get emails like at, uh, like on a Tuesday night at nine o'clock. Like we're going to Pats. <laughs> and I'll be like, yeah, but these—this is the night I'm not supposed to drink. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you drink on the road
1: still? I do. I, I, you know, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you. I was curious about, like, because you obviously, you know, you uh, had the reputation of drinking and everything, and that. Do you feel like you have to live up to that now because it's part of a character, whether you like it or not? <laughs> and uh, because I'm getting a little concerned about. Like what's defining me? Like I'm like I'm thinking about the longevity of being a stand-up. Yeah. And you look at all the guys that were like the drinking guys that just can't tell doesn't drink anymore. If I'm correct, like you can't drink. Yeah. Always. I mean Stanhope openly is like you think I'm this maniac and parties like I don't sit here. I might have a couple Miller Lights and watch Hoarders when I'm home. I'm not being a maniac like everybody thinks. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't just and also just fit, just personally I just I can't do i drink beer because it makes me tired before i do any stupid shit i've collected the stories i did the things i did the stuff yeah and it was a, it was great but it's sad to do that at 37 you know <laughs> let's get fucking let's get crate no you but, do that in your 20s like you what can't.
0: was the story you told about what was the story you told about would you tell a story to me about doing cocaine i mean
1: well, i got stories about
0: it <laughs> i feel like here's the thing i feel like I feel like I was so vocal in not making a difference between who I am on the stage and who I am off stage. Yeah. And I didn't want there to be a separation of state and church. I wanted mm. it to be the same thing and I was and I, I've always been a very big drinker and I was so honest about it. But then when I saw it like selling tickets to clubs, I got so excited about it. Now yeah. I feel like like I didn't drink one night in Philly. I mean, not only did everyone send shots to the stage, but, like, I didn't go out and drink with everyone after the show, and I got hate mail the next day. Like, on Twitter, it was, like, a huge thread of guys like, fuck Bert, he's a phony, he's full of shit, he says he's a or the guy fucking left like a fucking diva. And I was like, "Uh, I think I've painted myself a little bit into a corner. Yeah, Luckily, it's a corner I don't mind being in, because I am going to drink anyway, probably. But, like, so now what I do is I just try to, like, I'm trying to micromanage my health in a sense like where I go, "All right, I'm going to allow myself a few blowout nights that I would have given myself normally cuz that's what I like." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like like right now I'm on a cleanse. <laughs> so so like I, I feel like I'm constantly it's like a it's like a flood versus fucking putting up a wall.
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Do, do you talk about that on stage? cuz I try and talk about actual cuz I don't like seeing comics that are like, "Oh man, you ever get so wasted?" It's like I know you don't. You're not drinking. I was talking with a Doing gigs with Morgan Murphy this weekend. She like, "I got a problem." Like with people that would like mention being way Like you clearly, you're just coming up with a silly situation a person would get in, into, and then tacking on the "I was so drunk I did this." And there's nothing real about that. Everybody's got the fake. It was like, oh, you might be a redneck if. Oh, you might have been wasted if." And you can write a string of jokes, yeah. that can fill in any road comics uh, repertoire. Uh, for me, like, like I was trying. I don't want to court like people are like oh he's a fake he's a phony like i don't want to court anybody stupid enough to think like oh yeah i just every night i do this or maybe because i do it so often i need to take a night off in order to perform and come to your fucking city yeah. and have the semblance on stage to tell jokes and be entertaining like i like i don't ever want to hate my audience and there's some people like there's some comics that you can tell they have contempt for the audience they've court they've, they've courted whether it's a fake a misogynistic actor, like jokes where, like, where they're winking, but the audience isn't picking up on the wink, and they're laughing at the wrong, like, yeah. yeah, fuck women. Like, no, no, it's I'm making dark jokes about something that is really actually a horrible subject.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like I try to be honest. Like, I've been talking about. I mean, I say I feel like I try to be honest. I'm extremely honest, and I talk about. Like, but you know, my, I got to be honest with you. I don't think crowds want to hear it when you're like, when they send a shot to the stage, you're like, no, I'm actually trying to be healthy. They're like, boo. And it's like that knee jerk, boo, what the fuck, healthy? Because it's their night partying. In a weird way, I feel like we are the band leaders to their merriment sometimes. So I, I, I I have just kind of looked at it like, I don't know. That's a, by the way, that is like an extremely, insightful question that I have and, and I would love to fucking, I wish I was on the road with you and Morgan because I would love to have dissected that Yeah. because I, I, I feel the same way when people go, I had this thought when I was high. You're like, no, you, you weren't high. You just had the thought. Just say you had the thought. Yeah. Are you yeah. afraid to say that you had the thought? Like,
1: Yeah, or or, or it makes it because it's such like, it, it excuses the idea that it's a silly thought. Yeah. I The shots on stage, I mean, yeah, I guess otherwise you have to tell the staff that, Oh, he doesn't watch. And shots I'm not right. drinking and fake that's,
0: shots. That's I, I will not drink fake shots. No,
1: because that's that's disingenuous.
0: I had a dude come to stage. His whole he brought his whole family. They all drove from like Des Moines to see me, and his whole family. And he came to shot to stage with shots. I was in Des Moines with Fultron, and I was like, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm not drinking this weekend yeah. because I'm waiting live a liver result. And so, <laughs> and, and and I told him on stage, I'm waiting for live a liver result, and I'd love to fucking be getting hammered, but I'm not yeah. because I there's, here's where I'm at. Doesn't matter. Guy comes to the stage. He's like, do it. And I'm like, I really appreciate it, but I'm not doing it. And he goes, do it. And everyone's ch- they had just heard that I'm a father and I want to be healthy so I can see my kids grow up. And they're shouting, do it, do it. Yeah. And I go, I'm not doing it. And so I go here, you give this to your dad. You're with your dad. Why don't you guys do a shot? And then, so he does a shot and literally, I'm not even lying to you, 15 seconds later, seizes up like, <laughs> And collapses (laughs) and they have to carry him out of the club. And I'm like, Oh my God. And by the way, I'll take it should have done that shot. (laughs) I'll take it to the next level. I will say sometimes I feel personally responsible for that behavior that i've instigated with that guy like i feel like i've set it up where i go i can party my balls off and have a great time and these are my stories i robbed a train i did yeah. this and then people are <laughs> people on the other side of the bench going i can do that and yeah. you're like well listen guys uh, you know maybe i'm making it sound a little bigger than i am like i've always been a little in control i don't drink and drive yeah. i don't hit my wife i don't fucking say the n-word like yeah. there's certain things i don't do that it, to keep that little Ball intact.
1: Yeah, I, I think you could absolve yourself. Like, I think they were going to be a maniac whether you exist. Hopefully, or not. guy comes <laughs> alcohol, to my show. Alcohol has been around for guy a while. Guy comes time. to my
0: show, I want to say in the same place. I swear to you, like, the next night I'm not drinking and he's got two casts on his arms. He's like, dude, <laughs> I've been waiting for this, this moment for like three months. And I was like, oh, thanks. He was like, I fucking so badly wanted to do a shot with you, but I can't drink. I said, why not? And he goes, well, I got pretty fucked up last week, and I passed out on my arms, and I lost the use of both my arms. And I was (laughs) like.
1: Passed uh, out on his arms?
0: Passed out on his arms. Felt Passed out. No one moved him. He passed out on his arms. And the blood flow doesn't gap into your arms, and you lose the use of your arms. It's super dangerous, super common.
1: That's a whole new level of things I got to worry about. Now. Oh,
0: I have not, I have not stopped worrying about it <laughs> because I could
1: just go to bed after drinking and then be paralyzed. You could,
0: yeah. Oh, it happened to my cousin. Like my one of my cousins passed out on one of his arms, and 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 had you got to get surgery? They, these they they what they do is they have to cut open your arm and like literally I think slice open oh. your arm and like oh. refill it with like they got to like pump blood. It's it is insanely common and all I could see was this guy doing that and then thinking like holy shit like how many times have I taken a Xanax on the road but like I'm passing out and then I pass out on the couch
1: oh do you want like that's hearing about comics dying on the road and sitting in some of those places and realizing like oh this could be this La Quinta could be might be be the last thing I see my grave and that that makes me like I don't even have the kids or anything be like you gotta live for that I'm like I don't want to die in a fucking Best Western.
0: Do you feel like? Do you feel like sometimes like that? I mean, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say like that's how I'm going out. Yeah. But I feel like I don't think it would surprise anyone if I died on the road. But
1: but look at the ratio. People are like, oh, you're more likely to die in a car accident than an airplane. Can you believe? We but lost a how comic? much do I fly? I fly more. My car is basically a recreational vehicle yes. that I use one, the few days I'm in town. I should have gotten an planes. ATV. I'm on planes all the time, and I have this weird. Yeah, I have this weird. Uh, th- this weird thing of turbulence is real bad. I never think it's gonna crash, but you've been on planes enough where something's been like, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. And I have this this checks and balances. Like, all right, are you happy with where your life is? If you're not happy, are you pursuing happiness? And you're in your in your content with everything you've tried to do. Like, what are your regrets right now? I have this speech. I've got a couple iTunes mixes to go right to couple couple of playlists on the ipod like oh this is the music i'll skip out on are you serious oh yeah i mean they're good for other things but and they all have stupid names like farting around in the attic and fopping off and they just have like i just like fuck face dance party like they i don't even know what's in them because i just named them something silly when i made them but like oh put on the calm music and go like are you are you happy with you happy with your life i am what are your regrets do you regret not having kids yeah like uh no, still not yet. Okay, good. Okay. Like still not yet? yeah, yeah. But if I land, if the answer was no to anything and I land, I'm like, all right, that's stuff I gotta work on. <laughs> that's a
0: fucking hold on, I'm playing my my tap out music. <laughs> uh, go through. Uh this is my tap out music and I've played it and I've played it a number of times flying into Chicago. Oh really? Yep. And <laughs> I had to I had to touch down and take off. Uh oh, they did one of those? Touchdown and take off. Um like a number runway. of times, yeah. Well, maybe I don't Where, have O'Hare? It anymore. Yeah, O'Hare. The let's see if I can find it. Let's see.
1: I had. Yup. The scare. Did you ever do Aspen? Did you ever do the festival in Aspen when they had it? No.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think the, it I, ended. Oh, in 07. I did a touchdown and take off there. Did you? Yeah, we did it with my family on the fucking plane. My and two it's the, girls. It's the
1: little planes, right? Because you go from Denver to Aspen. If it, yeah.
0: Yeah, we did a touchdown and take off, and we. And we landed in Colorado Springs, or I wanna say, or maybe like something junction, Colorado Junction or Grand Junction. Grand Dungeon, Junction yeah. landed there and I had to drive into Aspen. Yeah,
1: were, were you going in wintertime? Yeah, and I oh yeah, yeah. We God. did we hit storms. I'd never been on a plane where people like crying and it's What if it was the same year and, I did it? It, 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 it was oh seven. It was yeah, the last but, year of the festival. I wanna say that was when I did it. Was it? It was the last year and like they, they had we had to take buses in from Denver. We had to go back to Denver. But that was the only time I was on a plane where people were crying and throwing up and everybody just holding hands. Strangers. Hold, and that's how I'm like, find the mix, find the songs. I'm like, all right, this is the pleasant tunes. These are some nostalgic jams. These are a couple slow ones. Sometimes like, I'll
0: what? play some Leonard Skinner. Oh, and that's how they went out.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, just go. Yeah, well, uh, Day the Music Died. What do you want? Little-
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> my, my jam, I couldn't find it on there, is uh, Lou Reed's Satellite. Oh, satellites okay. gone
1: up to the sky. <laughs> oh, singing it in a quivering way, knowing the planes crashing. <laughs>
0: Times like this
1: me out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got there for a little while. Do you play? Do you play it in the hotel room? Do you play if you No, uh,
0: you uh, my hotel room jam is usually something very gay. <clears throat> like when I'm in hotel rooms, I'm listening to like Katy Perry.
1: I was just going to say, I got some dance party jams.
0: Oh, because what will happen is if I don't get to like 12,000 steps by the end of the night, I'll try to jam in 12,000 steps do you have, by dancing. Do you have one of those?
1: Th- th- oh, Fitbit Flex. Is that?
0: Oh, this is the one that got recalled. It's the best. <laughs> Why? Does it-, it got recalled. It electrocutes it giving- you if you
1: don't meet your goal. It was, I wish.
0: <laughs> it, it was leaving people rashes, but I, I, It was. it's so... Fucking great that I not only bought this one, but I would find any ones that were on sale and I'd buy those because they weren't going to remake them. Yeah. It's the greatest. Yeah. So I'll I'll have dance parties in my hotel room. Like, I've I've talked about it before on, I think, on Rogan's podcast, but a lot of times I'll, at the end of the night, I'll open a bottle of wine in the man cave and I'll throw on a movie. Like, last night it was Belly, or no, last night it was Goon. Mm -hmm. Night before that was Belly. Uh, It was um, something about Mary, and I'll open a bottle of wine and get on the treadmill and just walk like seven miles and watch a movie.
1: Really, just walk in. Yep, and just some walk. Wine.
0: And you, get, and yeah, because you, you know, it's like crazy, but your blood's flowing. You're a little buzzed, and so what I'll do is I'll end up like laughing so hard. I laughed so hard at Goon and something about Mary that I literally was like, was like, I end up skipping and like going, <laughs> "Shut the fuck up." Uh, one of the first times I did it was when Geraldo, like right after Geraldo passed. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, and I. And I watched his special that night, and I was like, yeah, I was bummed because I really liked him, and he was like such a sweet guy. Were you and, tight with him, or uh, yeah. not tight? I mean, as tight as you can be with Greg, I, you know. I think Greg had some issues. Yeah, but I, like I, when I saw him, we'd hang out and talk and talk about addiction or was whatever.
1: It, it was pills, right?
0: I think it was, it was Xanax. I want to say. I think it was from what I heard. It was Xanax.
1: I'm, man. I did you ever have addiction? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, that's, like, Do you think you're an alcoholic? I don't think so. That's, I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I don't I like it a bunch. Yeah. But I never have that oh god, I got to have it. If I'm at a bar and other people are drinking, yeah, I want to have it. I can be
0: inspired by just like anyone else can by a beer commercial yeah. or like or or by by like uh by like by like if I see people on a Sunday at a beach bar having beers, uh, oh, I go, yeah. "Oh, I would love one of those." Yeah. But I don't like I don't long for it like I'm on the wagon right now, but I was I was I've been on the wagon for for uh, a month save for except for f- three days but yeah. the three days were just I was on the road with my crew and we were shooting trip flip and I was yeah. like well I'm not gonna drink with I'm gonna not, not drink with these guys I miss them we all caught up we had three days I come home I'm back on the wagon and then I'm, I'm t- I leave for Kansas City then Chicago this weekend Yeah, and I'm like I'll probably drink in Chicago who doesn't fucking eat shitty and drink in Chicago
1: <clears throat> I would die if I probably if I was still living in Chicago I'd I die. would be dead as fuck it, Al's Italian beefs, or, or five hundred pounds.
0: Portillo's is my favorite place. Portillo's, Al's Italian beefs, Portillo's my favorite is fucking spot. place. Wiener Circle. <laughs> the food in Chicago <laughs> is deep it, dish pizza is the I, like uh, like I'm being dead serious right now. I'm on a cleanse. Yeah, I'm trying to lose weight because I feel like it's. The, I have a cardiologist appointment coming up, and I need to like focus I, on me being you healthy. Have you had health
1: scares because of your lifestyle? No,
0: I've been I've been healthy. Luckily very healthy where it's like every time cholesterol is about it high cholesterol but it's only like 220 yeah it's not my blood pressure is on the high end but that's only because i'm overweight and i drink a lot yeah
1: but um (laughs) that's only because i'm in bad health
0: (laughs) yeah yeah because i'm yeah it's only because i'm I'm overweight i drink all the time (laughs) but but like i'm trying to get healthy so that i can then enjoy my life the way i like enjoying Mm -hmm. it and then keep it in check i want to keep it in check but like i know for a fact that um Pizza kind of fucks with my stomach. Dude, I'm eating deep dish pizza when I get to Chicago. I cannot wait for deep dish pizza when I get to Chicago. If you like, need
1: your fix while you're here, a place called Masa in Echo Park does a real good. Really? Real good replica. Uh, dude, I, I plug love that it. and then we can get this to the Masa people and I get a free pizza out of them. I'd love uh, it. I'm plugging to, on every podcast <laughs> I do
0: these days, My Combos Comedy Tour, cuz I love combos. Like that's my favorite <laughs> snack in the world, and I want to do a Combos Comedy Tour where Combos sponsors me. Headlining with other headliners. So, like, me and you would go in and do a date, and combos would put those the little combos. small packets on every table, and there would be like, grab me combos on as you walked out people of the door. People are going to
1: forget that they like combos until they try combos. Dude, try to help right now with this out. Yeah, brand, people, people, people forgot about combos yeah. until they think until combo shows up. You're like, oh shit, combos.
0: Combos was a. Was
1: That's like, your new slogan. Oh shit, combos. Oh shit, combos. <laughs> oh fuck, why not? Combos.
0: I made uh I made combos uh nachos the other day for the girls.
1: <laughs> you just put cheese on some combos? <laughs> little little blue cheese
0: <laughs> with some sharp cheddar. Put some put some uh I put some sriracha all over them. I was like one day I put I tweeted out that combos needs new flavors and I was like, guys. Everyone's saying combos are new flavors. Combos fucking called me, and they were like, "Dude, we had like seventy five hundred followers until this." And they're like, "Thank you very much. Can we send you some combos?" I go, "Fuck yeah!"
1: Also, me and my kids split my blood pressure medication. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about being healthy. They need a fat. In fact, they need combos with tofu in the center. Uh, but but uh, but yeah, I, my. I'm a little OCD, so my, whereas I let my lifestyle get out of control, mm-hmm. I always reel it in some way by punishing myself by yeah, like...
1: The exercise and doing that stuff, yeah.
0: Exercise or walking. I walk 12,000 steps a day. Yeah. And I think that, that I make sure my feet have kind of been fucked up, but I realize sleep's really important. So now the only reason I'm not drinking is yeah. sleep really fixes everything.
1: I re- and I don't sleep when I drink. I don't sleep well. Okay. Like don't somebody sleep put it in my either. head like your, your liver processes... Uh, alcohol into sugar after about four or five hours. My God, it makes sense. Bars close at two. I wake up at eight o'clock every day if I'm out drinking.
0: God damn it. Is, Is that it, why?
1: Yeah. It's five hours after I've stopped drinking for the night and gone to bed. And so I never get a full night's rest. I always, I always wind up napping or something. And without a doubt, if I don't drink that night, wonderful night's sleep. Wonderful. And it's because the alcohol and the sugar wakes you up by getting pumped into your system.
0: Uh, yeah, I got, I got a new bed and I've been focusing on sleep. Yeah. And so like, and I've been sleeping like oh god.
1: I bought I bought a new mattress yesterday. I made it bought an adult mattress yesterday. I've had the same one for 11 years really? since I moved to LA, my same shitty $100 mattress I bought off Western Avenue. Where you are sleeping
0: like you're in World War 2 in a yeah. fucking trench?
1: Yeah, I I, I finally <laughs> pulled like the mattress cover off I'm like what have I been doing on this? I'm like, did I <laughs> did I fuck a motorcycle? What is? What are these stains? <laughs> did what I are fuck these? A did I, was I changing the oil? Was I using this <laughs> under my truck to change the oil? What? What did I do in my sleep that didn't show up on the sheets, but are in this mattress?
0: My new foot. My, my new mattress. Mattress is really, uh, really stiff. Cause yeah. My wife and I have bad backs from our old mattress because I had slept body dump like body humps into there.
1: You hammocked it. Yeah, I hammocked
0: it. I hammocked it exactly. And so my new goal on this mattress, my new theme is no footprint. I don't want that my body to. I'm gonna sleep like I'm fucking crazy.
1: You know, I had a sad thing. I, I, I was trying to think because I'm like, oh, this will be a good again, like a like a premise. But you're like, like I bought that mattress and I spent. I'm like, oh shit, mattresses are good. Mattresses are expensive. I found it in a hotel originally. I was like, out of some hotel mattress. I'm like, what is this? This is great. I'm like, oh, I bought something that's going to outlive me. Like, I made a purchase in my 30s. They're like, oh, this is the last one of these I'll buy, probably. And that made me feel like it affected me. Like, oh, I'm not going to do this again because of mortality. That that made me feel real strange like i think there's something funny about it but i don't know what it is yet but that like i'm like i get really like oh yeah you're in your 30s now and i had to think like oh yeah this is the only one of these that you'll probably buy
0: (laughs) god damn it i never thought about that we're thinking about buying a new house And Leanne's like, well, what should we do now? And I was just like, we'll we'll buy their next house. But I mean, knowing me, I don't want to move out of this house. Yeah. So like, I'm sure if we buy a new house, it'll be the last house I buy. I never thought about that. My dad thinks like that. My dad's looks at cars like this will be my last car. I wonder what I want it to be.
1: Cars, I feel like, no, it changed my mood and like, you know, given given if I'm (laughs) in the (laughs) financial motorcycles
0: motorcycles. This is the last one of these I'll buy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because in six months you're pitched (laughs) off of it on a five. (laughs) Single single engine airplanes. (laughs) I'm never going to need another one of these. What am I going to spend a bunch of money on it for? It's, engine goes out. It's a glider. That's why you yeah. want to keep it light. You know,
0: it's a great segment for a show. Your last purchases <laughs> oh, and it's just God. things that you know are going to kill you.
1: This, this is it. This is it. I have I have a bunch of mountain bikes and I keep wanting to buy more. I'm like, just why don't you stop getting hurt on the ones you have right now? Yeah, my knees are destroyed now. My feet oh, are destroyed. You gotta
0: ride, You gotta try my skateboard. Oh, I, I got I got this skateboard. when I got this skateboard. I got. Or went into Val Surf, and I was like,
1: I just went there before I came here today.
0: I love that place. I had to
1: kill some time after voiceover, and I'm like, I said, i cruise over Val Surf. Oh, I go ride.
0: there. I take the girls there all the time. Yeah. And so I walked, I went in, and I was buying something. I was buying my daughter, my littlest daughter's got a little bit of skate rat in her. Yeah. She's really comfortable on a skateboard, but she she's, wears mm. the clothes. Like, yeah. my oldest daughter's a little, a little bit of a. Paris Hilton type yeah and the youngest one's like they had this like, ASPCA Vans hat that she's in love with but it's got like the flat bill oh, she the, looks like a boy the in a
1: Huntington it. Beach yeah
0: and so I got it for
1: the surf warrior <laughs> yeah
0: and they were like how's the how's your daughter's skate how's your daughter with the skateboard and it's got like the skate wheel the trick wheels that are a little smaller yeah so they don't go as fast so it's a little easier for her to ride and they go good and yeah. they're like I was like I can't really fuck with it because I am looking for something like a I have a longboard up there that I normally ride. And the Where guy's do like, you
1: go? I mean, cuz you can get a mini ramp back there's here. A, there's nice. a ramp,
0: there's a uh, there was a skate park right up here on on Mag, not Magnolia, Burbank.
1: Have you can you go there and be competent? I get scared no. by the teenagers. There's one over in and uh forget where I was going with the Garvanza, and I rolled up there with my bike because I'd more be more comfortable on a BMX bike in those places, yeah. but I was watching these kids, and they're good. Like, I forget, kids, not me growing up, a bunch of kids that don't know what they're doing. Like, oh, these kids are all sponsored. And yeah. Just, like a fat old guy with no kids around. Like, oh. I just look like a perv.
0: I, 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 I won't do it on that one, and I won't do it on the other one. I, I did for a period when I was young, like 30. I want to say 30. Like, when I was 30, I was comfortable with it. But um, this one, the wheels... Are like oh those are cruiser wheels yeah and they're and I'm telling you that skateboard like one push and you're down the street and it's like the greatest skateboard Good and I love I love it so I've been lately I just skate around here like just skate around the neighborhood to fuck around just to be like yeah. I'm gonna try to be healthy yeah yeah and so but um but I want to open like a that'd be a fun place like a skate park for adults
1: some is it Skate Lab that's at Mick Benton Court keeps saying they got an adult skate at Skate Lab. Really? I think it's like 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 an adult swim, like Thursdays from 7 to 9 or so, whatever the time is, that it's just people over 30 to go. I'm like, Dude, oh, good. I'll, do, I'll go if you want to go. Joe Sib always goes and he wants me to go. We'll take Fairbanks them.
0: over there and he'll help us work on our tricks.
1: Well, Fairbanks, I can't do anything on it. I was, I I, I was on tour with Tosh, I bought a, bo- a board t- when I was opening for Tosh, and I was so proud of myself that I dropped in on like a three-foot mini ramp, because I never even dropped in on a ramp. When I was a kid, because nobody had ramps, You grew up in Chicago. Yeah. You could use the same. It's like, oh, an above ground pool. Like this is a piece of shit that nobody has fun in. So nobody had a ramp. Yeah. But so it's, it's, I was just, I was happy. I even dropped in like that thirty six willingly. Like, scary as shit. Yeah, going. going oh, shit. I, I could just break both wrists right now.
0: Oh, and be out of commission. <laughs> yeah. I I had a dream last night that I that I uh, dropped into. Jason Ellis used to be a pro skater, I yeah. think. I dropped into Jason Ellis's ramp. Like, but I skated in on this board, and I skated in, and they were all working out there. And I skated in, and I hit his vert ramp, and I hit it. I got high, and I, and I landed it, and I went, motherfucker. And I heard mm-hmm. Jason Ellis, who, by the way, is like a, he's like a tough interview sometimes when you go into a show. Like, he's not like a – Oh, like he's
1: a, on uh, the – X- 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 a- That's right. That's but right. to impress,
0: Jason Ellis is no small feat. So I, when I landed, he went, "Oh my god, mate, really good!" And I hit the next one, and I was like, "I landed again." And he's like, "That's what I'm talking about." You say this, and then I fucking collided with the kangaroo in the dream, <laughs> and he was like, "Are you fucking serious?" And he lost his shit. And I was like, "Motherfucker, you, what are the odds?"
1: Do you get disappointed? Like, what was the Like, how good were you? When, like when you skated? Not, not
0: like, good. Like, what all. was like? Not street good at tricks, all. ramps, anything? Yeah, uh, fuck around street tricks. But not even like good. Like, I, I started, I really got into skateboarding yeah. with, at like 29, me and my buddy Croy, who, uh, who's. Me and my buddy, why do I have to tell you that he's dead? Ugh, what's <laughs> wrong with me? Me and my buddy Croy. He, <laughs> Did
1: he <die> from skateboarding? <laughs> I mean, no, no, make no, it no, no.
0: He just died like a couple weeks ago. Oh, and, but uh, he, he called me up one day and he's like, we were trying to get healthy. He's like, well, let's just buy skateboards. Yeah. He's like, remember how much we loved skateboarding when we were kids? I was like, yeah, and he yeah. goes, why don't we get into it? Uh-huh. So we got into just skating around and and like we learned how to Ollie and like you could we could slide a a a, a curb. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it. And then and then I tried to get into I tried to be able to pull off a kickflip, but in order to do kickflips, I could never do that on cement. Yeah like I always had to do it in the grass.
1: Yeah, because you need the board to be stationary. I need the board to be stationary. Get, get it entirely.
0: So uh but that's as far as I ever got, and then it was like and then i met my wife and my wife's like huh you skateboard? And i was like no 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 i buy cars
1: <laughs> i'm a grown up i drive cars yeah well yeah, whatever i drive cars to where i need to go to business places
0: but like this skateboard is really great and it's got my totem my totem's an owl so yeah. it's got my totem on it yeah when did you get your how, tattoo on your how
1: forearm how do you find out what a totem is
0: uh, you start seeing it everywhere really Yeah. my wife's totem is a hawk like but my wife's also pretty like it, new agey it like that is always
1: an owl an, an animal um i think my totem's hot dogs <laughs> That might be it. Can't see hot dogs. Spots. By the way, that statement is why
0: I love podcasts. That that just made all this work that I've put into these eighty seven, eighty nine episodes worth all of it, just to be sitting in here and me being earnest about totems and I, and I literally was like, "Is it going to be a flower?" And you are like, "I think my totem's hot dog. I
1: think that's what you see everywhere, and that's it." Oh.
0: That was my favorite thing I've ever heard. I can't wait to tell my wife.
1: Hey, man, we all experience spirituality in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, maybe it's not coming to me. It's not coming to me in a sweat lodge. <laughs> but uh, they're there. They're everywhere. <laughs> they made
0: total hot dogs. Oh, I, I love that right now. Someone's laughing with us. Like <laughs> that. Someone's sitting in their fucking ride to work going.
1: Doh! Well, like, so, but yeah. Well, we're allowing totems to be all things, and therefore, no, now people are finding totems yeah. that never knew they had them.
0: Yeah, everyone, send us your totems. <laughs> Wait, when did you decide to get the tattoo on your form?
1: Man, all these tattoos are so silly. These, when, did you, get, when did you get tatted? <clears throat> What's it?
0: When did you start getting tattoos?
1: When I was eighteen, really. And so you get like real dumb stuff when you're eighteen, and you, then you get older. You're like, well, that was dumb. So this next one's going to be really cool. And then that process never stops. And Sweet. none of them are ever cool. What was, uh, what was your first tattoo? First tattoo was a, uh, it's a compass on the outside of my calf, which may as well just be like, Lollapalooza 95, man. That's calf <laughs> tattoos, right? And then I got one. The only one I think I'm getting covered up, which is this one. Oh, it's a clock with wings, bro. Because time flies, man. So oh, deep shit. when you're 20 years old. So deep. And I think, but it's also fading. So I'm, I'm actually getting that one cu- covered up by a buddy. And then I just started getting <clears throat> just silly ones. Like you realize, like what again? Like just whatever. They should be funny.
0: Um, that would be a great segment for a TV show. First times, where where you just take someone out. Like uh-huh. I did. I did a segment in uh, in Philly with this kid. It was it wasn't meant to be what it was. He was he was trying to do like a comedy sketch thing, yeah. where it was like he's the he's the new kid, the open micer, and he asked the headliner a bunch of questions, oh, and yeah. I was I was just in a little bit of a spiral, and he brought up yeah. balloons. I have a phobia balloons, and uh, and then he goes he goes What's the best advice you give me? I go Learn to drink and hold your alcohol. I said You know what? Let's drink right now. It's like fucking eight in the morning, yeah. And I bring out Jameson and we do a shot. He didn't even I, like. He can't even do a shot. He like holds it in his mouth, talking to me. I'm like, no, 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 swallow it, sweetie. So like we end up doing like five shots within like literally maybe Ooh. seven minutes, and then he stops me and goes, "I got to break care- scene right now." He's like, "I've never gotten drunk before," so we witnessed his first time getting drunk on camera, and it was. I was like, I want to do a show where I take people out and get them drunk for their first time, <laughs> but getting someone their first tattoo is su- like it's such a. Like, there's a bunch of first-time things that dads used to do with their sons yeah. that aren't there anymore.
1: Well, I get, I get sad when somebody's getting their first tattoo now. it's like Really? You, it's like you made it through. You're the exception. It speaks more about you not having a tattoo in 2014 than it does getting one. Really? In, in my opinion. I'm backtracking. Now I'm just the one, like... How many do you have? Uh oh nine nine yeah now i just get them now they're just bumper stickers that i think are funny i got the pig from the pork chop express express because me and my buddy were watching big trouble in little china we're like man this movie's great i think it's my favorite movie like me too it's like let's go get tattoos like all right so we got big trouble little china tattoos. where do you go get tattooed now i got i i kind of get them on the road really so they're kind of that's you know yeah you could just get a decorative spoon but I get tattoos
0: you have a really interesting way like hanging out with you, and it's by the way it 's not you know you, you have a very different persona, even from like my perspective of being around you than it is to talk to you because you really it seems like you 're living life in manageable sizes and by like the the i 'm really blown away by the way you approach comedy i 've never heard anyone ever say, "I really like doing it, and I needed an activity to do like at night when I was drinking. Because it's, it's a very fun art form to be involved in.
1: Well, I, I, was also, I also knew what could ruin it. Like, if I, I saw guys early on in Chicago that would go on the road, like, they never wanted to work a day job ever again, so they'd go on the road just to make... They just wanted to make a living off comedy, oh, but then they had to adapt it. their comedy... And some, like we were saying earlier, some people made it out. Some people figured out how to do both and figured out how to work dr- drunk rooms and work shitty crowds and get them over on their side. But more people just figured out, oh, I just got to appease these drunks and their quality of comedy. I thought – but like oh, I, I, it was going to ruin comedy if I did that. So I kept it, I kept it precious and never wanted to capitalize on it. I never wanted to monetize comedy. I'm like, no, it's going to be this pure thing for me until somebody says – we'll want to pay you for what you're doing. Not fill this hole that we got on Friday and Saturday nights. Be a serviceable comedian that gets drinks in these people's faces. I'll do it for free. That's people are like, what's your advice on comedy? Are you willing to do it for free forever? Cause you love it that much. That's it. Yeah. If you can do it for free forever, then you're, then you're set. Then you're fine because nothing's going to bother you. You're not going to get like, Oh, I should be making money. Oh, I should be bigger than I am. No, you're just going to go out every night going, ah, I got to, Unlock the the, what's the riddle tonight? What is it tonight? And so I never wanted to ruin it because I loved it too much. And if I even now, if I start getting sick of it or start getting burnt out, I get sick of my material. I sit back, I go camping by myself or like mountain bike, like just going into the mountains for a few hours and just trying to not die on a bicycle. Yeah, puts my brain back into focus. Puts my head like I can't think about anything else because I'll fall off this cliff. So Let's just put the headphones on and try and stay on the bike going down all these crazy trails, <clears throat> and that like at the after that, I'm like oh, I kept myself alive doing a fun thing because I can't do BMX bikes and skateboarding anymore because I never but like I move to California, I'm like oh, I'm gonna try this mountain biking and I love it. The most and it and it, it focuses me, it centers me again. It's like oh, I'm ready to go out tonight, I'm ready to go do a show tonight.
0: It's <clears throat> that's, that's uh, that is. Uh... It's so funny that you're, you're saying so much good stuff that I don't know where to start, but like, you're, you're totally right about mountain biking. Mm. I, I say it with... I've only re- driven a motorcycle a few times. Yeah. When you ride a motorcycle, that really does dump your fucking...
1: You can dump only the toxins be alert. You can only yes. be alert. You have no choice. <laughs> yes.
0: You can only be looking for stuff not to kill you. Yeah. And, and, but it's mountain biking, and we went mountain biking in Colorado for, for the show, and mm. I had never been real mountain biking like, I'd always been mountain biking in Florida, which is not... Te- you can't mountain bike in Florida, really, yeah. because one of not mountains. So, like, you go to a rock quarry and climb around, but you never really were threatened. Yeah, yeah. Man, mountain biking in Colorado was legit. Yeah, yeah. Was like... And, and you were like, holy God, but those moments like i, I want to get back into like surfing or paddleboarding or things i i enjoy but i'm never home to fucking do that's, that's why i've been traveling with my skateboard is because yeah. i go you know what man i'm gonna go just fucking skate around the parking lot for a little bit and just worry about a pebble being in my way and shooting me off the board
1: yeah, like, yeah just or, like, or just weaving in and out of stuff that's like sport team sports i never got when i was younger i just competition no i Never got uh, the idea competition. You ever do a
0: comedy competition?
1: I had done, but I even didn't like those. I never sought them out. There was always stuff like, oh, if it came up, like
0: I did last Comic Standing too, and I fucking hated it.
1: That's you know, I tried it only because I never looked at it as beating other people. It's like you don't want to win Last Comic Standing. You want to get, you want to be on TV and have a five minute set that maybe the judges don't get, but it's weird. Yeah, and the people watching it like go, oh, I like this guy. And maybe it helps. You don't want to wink because so you get the pressure. The funniest person in America. And then you get all the plebes that come out to the show like, this isn't fun. People love to just shit on comedy. Like, and especially yeah. if you're voted the funniest, people just want to shit all over well, it. Well, it's
0: empowering. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story and you tell me if this, if you connect with this. Now, I went to, and I'm not, I'm just hear the whole story before you start getting upset. Okay. <laughs> I went to, I went to, um, uh the biggest mu- music festival in Nashville it's for like uh country music weekend okay. it's like where every huge nashville star goes and performs There's so you can see some pretty cool shows like twyokum and yeah. some pretty badass shows but i i got tickets it was part it was for trip flip and i got tickets we had front row tickets mm-hmm. the very front of the row to like all of the big n- like country stars that play on like kiss fm or whatever okay. like the country stars that like the pop, brad, brad paisley pop country pop country it's not it's not my taste of music at all
1: no the and co- country like pop country and pop hip-hop like are the the same like the same producers are making the same music it sounds the same. yeah
0: I, and i like country mm-hmm. but i like hank three a lot yeah like i buy when like, we're on the road of hank three's in town i take about I tickets for my whole crew yeah and we go watch hank three like the dirty
1: stuff fuck yes yeah, yeah, and yeah.
0: so uh mm-hmm. So and I even like Hank Jr. I like some older stuff. I like mm. David Allen Coe. I like
1: okay, well Ray, Ray Wiley Hubbard maybe. <laughs> I don't even. I'm googling it now. Just Three names. If it's got three yeah. names, it's probably. If good. it's got three
0: names, I'm in it. And so I go and I'm and I'm. It's like I want to say it's Brad Paisley, but it's like one of those big mm-hmm. names. And it's all about uh, a bass boat and a and a pickup truck and watching the sunset with your girl and a cold it's beer. The same song. It's the same yeah. song over and over again. And I'm literally sitting there in the front row and I'm shitting on it in my head. Mm thinking, how funny is this? People would give their left arm to be in the front row and then get to go backstage and meet these guys and I could give two fucks. And I'm literally reveling in the fact how little I care about this. Like I'm going, fucking, this is so bad. I'm mocking it in my head and then I went, oh shit, this is what people do when they come to my comedy shows. (laughs) They're like, he's trying so hard and I fucking hate it. But it's fun. It really is empowering Mm. to, to, to just dismiss something unequivocally and be like, I, it's not my thing. It, and and it's and and I'm I'm saying that because I know you're a music guy and if someone gave you tickets to go see Kesha, you'd probably be like you'd be in the front row going, This is horseshit for yeah. you. I'd I'd be losing my mind. But <laughs> I love Kesha but
1: But what but that's my one of the things and I have to remind myself of and it was like one of those turning points maturity and it comes with also do you get scared when you realize, like, being mature and seeing both sides of a situation, it flattens out comedy? And I'm like, yeah. oh, to be a well-rounded person, I'm like, how do I write comedy with a well-rounded viewpoint? But I'll get that. Like, music, I'm like just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not good. That's what I had to realize. Listen, if, if this garbage country, which you listen, it, the same as hip-hop, what, just talk about a truck or hip-hop, talk about your Bentley. Talk about a car. Talk about your possessions. Talk about what you're going to take to fuck you up. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's all. Are you, are you at the club or the honky tonk? Yeah. It's it's all. It's Where's your it,
0: hangout? It's
1: manufac Yeah, it's manufactured. But, I, but also, because I, I got into an argument with a buddy who's a movie snob. And we just sit in his room, just like, all movies suck. All movies are this. And realize that he'd eat fast food every night. Like, do you know there's a chef out there? Who's got the same (laughs) complaint about people like you. Like, people are fucking idiots because they want to see Transformers. No, people just want to see shit explode on a big screen. Like, yeah, Michael Bay's stupid, but it serves the purpose of, like, when you go out to a movie on a Friday night, do you want to be intertwined in some layered story that's it's like no people go to blockbusters with blockbusters to see explosions and shit and cut loose on friday yeah. there's a chef out there going how can mcdonald's say a billion serve when they video of the poison and how they make it and you're just like yeah i'll eat it anyway yeah but it's right on and my it's, corner yeah and it's, <laughs> the, it's the, still the same complaint like when you could have decent foods available to you the, yeah it's so it, it it's just because it's bad it's not for me it's not like it's aimed, it's not like it's something directed towards me. If somebody gave me two tickets to Kesha, I'd go, hey, who likes Kesha? I got two tickets, go have a good time. It's
0: going to be me, like, me and Sean O'Connor.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sean O'Connor Kesha.
0: It's me and Sean O'Connor. We'd be fucking front row losing our fucking minds. Yeah. Just
1: covered in glitter. <laughs> Just the two of you covered in glitter. Like, man, these gay These gay dads are having a blast. <laughs> This is worth the I, price of the sitter. It's
0: when you when you take generalizing out of comedy, it, it really takes the la- knocks it's, the knees out.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's been the writing process lately. Is if I get really if I see something like, look how dumb this is, I'll make the jokes about why I think it's dumb, but then also go like, wait, why do I think it's dumb? What about me doesn't get this? So it's actually given me more to write about because then I turn it inward. If I'm just so quick, man, this movie's stupid, but then I'm like. I start writing but like, but who needs a transformer? I don't have to go to a shit job 40, 50, 60 hours a week yeah. to make barely enough money that on Friday night, do I want to see a story about a relationship between two people. No, I'm in one of those. That's yeah. who I'm taking to see the movie. I want to see robots that turn into cars, shoot buildings. Cause that's my release <laughs> yeah. at the end of the week. So that's why it exists just cause I, because you know what I do all day? Oh, you gotta, you gotta go audition for a cartoon at the movie studio where they make that. And I get to drive around going, Oh, there's a the thing from transformers. Yeah. Oh, there's the set from this movie. I might, I get to make fun of that. So like get like, or I, I shouldn't make fun of that stuff Because my life is silly Why do I think I'm better than that I'm not better than anything in the world
0: I, I And got- so I
1: turn all the criticism back on myself Why do I dislike it That's my, my, another peeve about comedians That bitch about stuff If you're going to bitch about it Offer a solution somewhere in the comedy yeah, cuz otherwise you're just a shitty person that sits back. This is stupid. You ever see this thing? It's stupid. Like and you just sound arrogant, like you're better than everything else. Yeah. Offer a solution or tell me why is it that you feel that way? What about you? I get
0: I get frustrated <laughs> at comics who tell me, like I think you were talking about this earlier, but I don't know if this is exactly it, but they tell you about a scenario that happened to them, but mm. part of me goes, I don't know if that really happened. Like yeah. when they go uh like uh, when they say something like I was in an elevator with Seven Japanese guys and like, but it just it, or or when someone goes uh, and the I was and the guy came up to me and he said, uh, "What's up with your face?" And I was yeah. like, "What's up with my face?" But it's yeah. like a make believe situation. We're like, did he really come up and say, "What's up with your face?"
1: I mean, I I tell stories, and obviously through the course of storytelling, things get embellished.
0: Hey, it's how if, if it, it didn't, it, it would be called listening to my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but but so you agree like that? Yeah, stories get embellished the more you tell them. Oh, the the guy wasn't just taller than me; he was probably like seven feet tall. But he was still a guy. It still yeah. happened. There was a yeah. tall guy casting a shadow, and because that's why you're a comedian. Yeah, and not just some guy telling a mildly entertaining story at a bar. I'm not saying these are fa- It's not a court case. Yeah, you know, I'm not testifying. I'm trying to make you laugh. So there's my only goal
0: is that you laugh. That's
1: yeah. the only that's why I'm a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still rooted in 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 truth. Like the, all these things are rooted in truth. I, I sometimes I find myself having told a story so many times I'm like, "What really did happen?"
0: Dude, dude, dude. That <laughs> I do that constantly. Like yeah. con- you know what I've started doing? I started taking old jokes that I wrote and then said, "Let me break down this joke and tell you why I changed it." To make it better for you. Yeah. So I like the <laughs> carrot cucumber joke because once that happened to me in Amsterdam when I was like, honey, this time you had a thin I cucumber. I remember you telling
1: that joke in yeah. Amsterdam. And it yeah.
0: bombed so fucking bad. And I went, and I did it on the show, the live show we did, and it did fine. But once I did that, I went, hmm, let me go through. Because that is what I said in the, in the moment. Yeah. That is a true story. But it didn't get a laugh. One guy did giggle, but no one laughed. But I thought the it was funnier. I
1: barely understood English. I mean, hold Nobody hold, hold, laughed at hold. my whole set. But I love deconstructing.
0: I love deconstructing yeah. comedy. I Go, love it.
1: Going back, like I'm, I I tell these longer stories, and they get longer because it's even arbitrary details that could be funny. Like, oh, we were driving, and I was listening to a mix CD, which all of a sudden I've decided had two songs on it that didn't fit well, because I remember at that era in my life, listening to a CD that I had a crazy... Now, just because I had a mix CD at that time in my life doesn't mean it was on in the car for this situation. But it's yeah. it's factual that I had a mix, and these all combine into telling one long entertaining story. I told don't take it, don't put it in front of a judge. Yeah, but
0: I told one story one time about three fights that I had witnessed, and I turned it into one fight. This is right when I started. Yeah, and it was such a great story. And I remember a guy. I want to say he's the guy at Comedy Central now. Um, gary man okay but i but it, i but i brought it up to him and he doesn't remember it so i can't really remember but the, whoever it was worked for aspen at the time and he said to me that's one of the greatest stories i've ever heard is it true and i went no like real ma- matter of fact i was like no it's not true like if it, if it was really true that's fucking and he was like oh and he looked at me like i was a liar and i was like oh i will never do that again and i was like I was like, number one, I will never – I'm never going to mash up – I won't mash up my stories. Like I'll just go – I'll tell two stories at once. I'll just tell both versions of yeah. the story because on the road it also gives you more time so it adds to your <laughs> – oh,
1: like, oh, the cheater moves. Yeah, I'm like,
0: <laughs> let me – I'm telling you this story to tell you another one I told. You need me to do 50 tonight. Okay. <laughs> all right. I got it. Well, I'm going to tell about four versions of the story. <laughs> but uh, I think I would love to fucking go on the road with you I'd love to do like a co-headlining just because I like go watching good f- comics
1: work let's go do some
0: fun stuff man. maybe that's what I, maybe that's what I'll fucking I gotta get combos to sign off on combos listen. I wish combos knew what I'm doing I'm 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 pr- I, like I'm trying to take us both to the next
1: level <laughs> <laughs> and that comes with corporate sponsorship what's your let's what's your like combos. do
0: you like to look at goals in your career at all
1: <laughs> no let's, like I look at how I got this far and it was just from being so psyched on doing stand up, and, yeah. and so I I'm starting now. Like, I, think I just start, start, got my own apartment two years ago. I'm 37. Like, I've never I you know, i dated somebody for two and a half years. It was the longest relationship I had. I'm seeing somebody now, but getting like I said, getting married or <clears throat> there was never my only thing is I always look back a year. Like, but for oh. Look back a year ago. Is your life the same or better? If it's, a, if it's worse, if you're making less money, you're not getting as many shows or anything, that's, that's when I get scared. Yeah. But if I'm getting the same shows, is the material getting better? Is the response on the road getting better? Is it staying the same? That's the only quality control I keep. Yeah. I, all, I can, all I can control is the quality of my stand-up. That's the only thing I can control is my work effort. And my work ethic. That's all I have in my control.
0: I feel like, I feel like mm-hmm. it's not enough to just work. I feel like now you almost got to create a new way to, mm-hmm. this going to sound bad, but brand yourself to, like, I love what Doug Benson does with those 420 shows. Yeah. Like, I love that he's doing those because it's a way to look at the business. I started doing these call and stick to work shows where yeah. I go into a market, I do radio, and then I go right to the club and I do, like, a live show at 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And those are fun to do. Like those are fun to do, but I end up so fucked up by the time I get on stage that
1: <laughs> I I think that brand, if you're conscious of branding yourself, it won't work. I it, I get I do get the anti corporate gross yeah. out idea of branding, but people talk about finding your voice after eight to ten years in comedy, <clears throat> really. That's another way of saying you found your brand. It's a, it's, it's it a, really is. It's an artistic way of saying you found your brand. You found who you are and what about you is going to connect other people. Dude. And so I don't want to say that that's brand, but that's the honest way of coming. You've, you've, you've come into your own. And as long – I mean, yeah, there's ways to make opportunities for yourself, make yourself available doing podcasts having your own podcast i don't even have any of that shit yet i that's again quality control i put very little (laughs) effort into anything other than the jokes being funny and if they want me because of the jokes then i'll start thinking about this other stuff you make cronuts (laughs) that's all you make that's all i want The lines around the corner that's it what do you want me to do you want me to expand no i do this thing i hopefully do it well enough then, then uh, that's the only way I can feel that I'm doing the right thing is that yeah, people are lining up for the cronuts. Yeah, as opposed to going, I make. What do you want? I'll make it. I'll make it. Yeah, okay. I, I think <laughs> I can make it. Like then you're just running around spreading yourself thin.
0: Like I'm not the guy that goes. I make cronuts too. Yeah, I make yeah. shoes. That's yeah. all I make. And I can make. I can make like flip flops. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really good at like soles.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> this is this is the thing. This is all I got. Yeah. I'm gonna work low overhead. That you know I have no monetary monetary responsibilities that make me go like I gotta sell a show I gotta do this because I gotta yeah. pay these, bills. I so I get to keep it pure. I don't it's mind not everybody's
0: my, lifestyle. I, I don't mind in my shoe factory that I also make ski boots. I tried making ski boots, yeah, and writing a book, and that and hey, look, writing so, a book. <laughs> some people like the ski boots. Some people didn't like the ski boots. They sold okay. I sold all the ski boots that I made, but let's just say they're not lined up around the corner for more ski boots. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of accidents on the slopes after selling those ski boots. You'd be shocked. <laughs> You'd
0: be shocked how little knowledge about making shoes goes into making ski boots. <laughs> World of difference.
1: World of difference up there. Very flexible ski. Boots. <laughs> they're flip flops that you can attach to the skis. Yeah, I thought it'd be great, you I know. Thought I thought it would idea. work. <laughs> you get the- I thought my boots
0: were pretty stiff. They <laughs> would work with ski boots. Turns out,
1: and I damn good. Well, that's that's the old Hedberg joke of, of oh you can yo know, you could tell what about like if you could tell jokes. yo know, can you act like oh you're you're a cook? Can you farm? Hollywood tries to process you into these other things like no I got this I love going on auditions oh for 10 minutes my name's Fred fuck it my name's Fred right now hey how's it going (laughs) I blow it all the time (laughs) I get to do cartoons once in a while that's a blast I never thought that would be a thing yeah and so that's just a silly also that I have in my life but yeah I don't I don't stress it man I, I try to tour better I'm trying to tour less dates that's, and, it's and, my, that's and my wi- wife's motto. And, and wiser, yeah. my wife's
0: like, work smarter, not harder.
1: I'm trapped, but I'm not smart. <laughs> that's that's why. Hopefully, these people that you pay money to, the agents and managers, they're supposed to be the smart ones. That's who I want to see on stage. though, is
0: a guy who knows what the <laughs> fuck he's doing and knows how to do it and goes, "Look, I'm really good at this." Uh, like that's.
1: But have you ever seen those people that just know business and they've manipulated their way into comedy just yes. because? Who you hear stories about people that they'll. <clears throat> Won't name names, but you hear they'll like, they'll put their <clears throat> their CD out and then just buy all the copies in the first week, so it shows up at the top of the list on iTunes. So, uh... so and like just just like you can't. That's skeevy. Like, where's so, the faith in your? When my product? book
0: came out, I said uh, you need to sell like I don't fucking know what it was. Let's say two thousand copies to be a national bestseller. I I, I I actually don't know what the real number is. Yeah. I know what I sold it was, but. I don't know what the real number was because it varies from week to week. Yeah. But they told me basically that if I purchased 2,000 copies of my yeah. own book, which I could afford to do, I could very well afford to do, yeah. I'd be a bestseller and that it would then make uh, the bestseller list and it would be high up there because of the yeah. books I'd already pre-sold and the books that they anticipated selling the first week. Yeah. And like, if you do that, you can then t- sell those 2,000 books you have on the road, which I could do. Yeah. And it would help increase the profile of your book and more people would buy it and i would say and i thought to myself i could do that i thought for a second i could do that but i was like no no i I can't i'm not that guy i'm not that guy because i'm not Mm. the guy that's i'm not a liar i'm the only thing i can say is i'm not a liar and if i went to dinner parties and people said are you so are you a national bestseller i'd have to lie Mm, yeah yeah but then i'd go but i had to about yeah
1: it, it announced how you how the system's easily scammed yeah and if
0: and by the way I could have very easily bought maybe 100 books and gotten on the list. Maybe 200 books. But in my head I was like if you don't earn it you don't deserve it. How dare I compete with the likes of fucking David Sedaris yeah. because I because I have a TV show and I have extra money that I can afford to buy my
1: own book. I'm not L. Ron well, Hubbard. <laughs> well yeah exactly. Well and that's my thing is is if Again, there, there's there's ways to make opportunities. Like, in my head, I don't even know if this is true. I feel if you're going to come out with a comedy special, one of the ways you can help yourself, this is just, I've, it's only in my head. But, like, have it come out in October or November because of the people that are going to put their top ten list together, it's fresh in the mind of people putting their list, the best of the year what comedy reviews. review special. That's it. You're not manipulating anybody. Mine came out that- in February. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, oh, uh, extra foot uh, uh, DVD extras coming out uh, coming out in October first week of November that's really interesting but, but, but my thing is like it's still you can hustle your way into that position but even furthermore like if the book's good and you're proud of the book and it gets reviews that are good like yeah that's gonna be like best seller then people like how's this a best seller they read like you still can't manipulate quality you can't Mm-hmm. you know you can't you just trick people not, not you but like no people that do that or you just trick people to buying something and then being more vocal about like "the oh, fuck is this a bestseller it sucks that's that's where then somebody just discovering something like Oh, i just picked up a book my favorite author is just a book i found on a bookshelf at skylight books like oh this looks kind of interesting and now i'm buying all the books i can't tell enough people about who's he this is poe Ballantine. Nobody you know, knows about him, but it was so brilliant. And he's one of these and writers then, that talks about how nobody knows about him. But the but the the beauty of that
0: is that you found him, you liked him, and it's genuine. And now you feel like he's like this guy you support, but that's and what, you want to be a hero to, like a, a a champion for, yeah. And now everyone just heard him here, and everyone's going, "Well, if he found him and he's a nobody, I bet he's fucking really good, and I bet I will like him."
1: But that's that goes back to the comedy thing. If I can play somewhere and a ticket price is under ten bucks. And that allows somebody to take a chance on seeing a comedy show, as opposed to free tickets at a comedy club, like we'll just get drunk or anything. But a, a music venue, like, oh, I already like this bar. I'm coming here to see bands that are like this. Already, this this establishment has an aesthetic of things I would enjoy, and they're having a comedy show. Yeah. And a bartender maybe knows about it, or somebody that set up the show is like, yeah, it's it's funny. we gonna he's like, oh, well, it's weird that a comedian would play here and not that comedy club down the street. And I can afford to take a chance on it. And then they come and go. Shit, that was a good show. Or somebody like this guy i've seen him and it's funny i'm gonna get you a ticket because i can afford it and getting that that's the loyalty that's gonna have people like he's coming back they're gonna go on the website they're gonna find out when are you coming back to town i want to make sure i'm there i want to make sure i tell my friends i'm getting to the point like where you're saying like people are driving from other towns and everything that's another reason i don't want to fuck around on stage i'm getting people like coming to other towns like oh shit i gotta tour differently I gotta start going to these weird. Pla- I gotta start touring like a band. You seem like you a, week- a lot
0: more, a lot more insight to your road work than I am. I feel like I just, do, I just get my list well, these, and I just do them. Well, yeah, as but opposed these, to, like, these clubs I-
1: are in epicenters. Like, well, what about somebody that's in like Davenport, Iowa? Would be where, a great place where for do you to hit. I just did a week of show where I did uh, B- Bloomington, Indiana, one of the best clubs, Comedy Attic. But then South Bend, where these guys get a side room. In back of a bar, like, would you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. Just, I mean, I got this little weird dealing with just people. I'm like, okay, like, like got to like mail half of the check or get a deposit or something. That you deal with some sketchy people in this way too. Yeah, but 99 percent, everybody's been great. And doing like people are like, oh, I never thought I'd get to see you because nobody comes to South Bend. That's what I hear more and more from coming so wait, to these places. What do you
0: think about what do you think about mm-hmm. writer or comics who have other people write their acts?
1: I mean, who is it? I mean, you're talking like some giant, like Larry the Cable Guy or something. I feel like
0: I feel like, I mean,
1: if they're at that point, they're an entity, and it's that's just that's a different area. I mean, I know it's still stand-up comedy, but that's just that you know, if we're if you know if we're the folk singer-songwriters, now we're talking about Madonna. Yeah, It's like that's just a different level. If they deliver it the best way possible, and people are paying eighty dollars to see a professional act in a stadium, yeah, I don't care, man. Yeah, that's I, not-
0: I, I, yeah, I have no connect. I, I had the problem with the mm-hmm. they wanted me to have a ghostwriter on my book, and I was like, I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to fucking be on a shelf if I didn't write it up because I'm, I'm not famous. It's not like I'm famous. Then I'd be thinking, I, I don't know, just I, I somebody
1: feel- to like bat you in the right direction as you. Write. No, I mean, how that's, does that's an editor, work? You, or you just sit there and tell them?
0: You stories. tell them the story, and then they just write it. And I was like, "eh." I had a conversation with a writer today for a sitcom development. Yeah, and he was like, he was very cool, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm not in this. I'm not in the business of telling your story. I'm in the business of hearing your story and then telling you what your story is." And I was like, "Okay." I was like, yeah. "Well, that's not my business." I was like, "I'm not. I'm not that guy."
1: I guess that's what if. It, but if it's a sitcom.
0: Uh, would you uh,
1: agree with having a writer for this I'm cool with a writer I'm
0: cool with any fucking writer telling me me telling my story and they go we can do that and then they, can, they gotta morph it the or, way or, you wanna or, do it or,
1: or Bert Kreischer with so and so on the cover of the book
0: the, uh, what for th-
1: instead of a ghost writer they just they put their name on it
0: no 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 I'm not I'm not We're jamming. I'm not uh, you know if
1: it says with if it gives credit to somebody else no cause I, I definitely don't want to read uh, The Dirt as written by Motley Crue because that would- <laughs> That would be insufferable. Well, uh, Ella, I have, I'm, I'm I have glad Jason. you had a ghostwriter. You could tell they yeah. still had their input because Tommy Lee's chapter, like, dude, so bro, and I'm like, dude, fucking dude, bro. So, you know, I'm like, man, thank God you had a ghostwriter on this thing. I listened, I read. I
0: read Ellis's book, but it's written with Tully, and Tully's like his sidekick on the show. Yeah. So it's like it's not a ghostwriter really. It's it's getting the book done. That's because, what I mean. So if it's yeah.
1: Bert Kreischer, when you see something, so and so, my life, yeah. Bert Kreischer. It's with, the
0: ones where it says Bert Kreischer. And then it doesn't tell you that someone else wrote it.
1: Cause I think I mean that's how you know, I, you know you pitch stories to someone who's trying to write a sitcom. They're like, okay, what if that cause I mean doing At Midnight's weird for me to show I because mean, like they have writers that help you and I feel as a comedian Oh I couldn't do that? I feel like as a comedian, I gotta I wanna come up with my own joke. Now a couple times I've pitched a joke with like and they'll give me an angle on it that improves it. I'm like Oh well, yeah, the, Oh, I'd okay, like that. I'd like that, yeah. That's fine. That helps out. And like once in a while where you're sitting there with a writer, like, and the writers are fantastic on this show. Who are the think. writers for? Oh, they, I know, they, them. like Blaine Capatch and I think Jesse Joyce. And uh, it's, I know, like, yep. And B- Blaine's Blaine's one of the funniest people in the world. And when he's sitting there just giving him, like, oh, that's funny. He's like, well, yeah, say that. It's you're not stealing a joke.
0: That's why they're there. I,
1: if I'm stumped, one time I was stumped and I was like, I'm going to use that joke. He's like, yeah, it's okay. That's what the like, that's that's what yeah. There that's for. why I'm yeah. in the room with you. As a writer, we're trying to come up with these things. But See, otherwise, See, I couldn't, I don't be, take I couldn't
0: be Blaine or Jesse or or any of the writers. I don't, the whole time I'd be sitting at a bar going, I wrote that. That's I, not him.
1: I, I, and I guess that's – if you're a writer, you resign to knowing that your work is getting the, the – somebody else is getting the credit. Yeah. Because – I would love the to, job as I would, as a I would walk
0: in. I'd walk into at midnight and be like, "Here's my jokes. Can you guys fix them? Because, like that's, I said, I'd get them up and running and go. It kind of works. Can you make it better?
1: <laughs> well, I, I realize that my writing is terrible because as I as I'm in the room, I'm like, "What about this? And the writers don't even laugh. They're like, "Oh, that's that's funny. But it's oh, it, it, it's up. only. I will never do at midnight. My, it's my only, it's the only way. It's I have to sell it. It's, oh, just, it's me motherfucker it's my you're making words me, you're making me if
0: I if my, I would just simply start questioning all the things I hate about me oh. so I'd be like apparently I'm, I'm what a said fucking volume plus confidence equals funny
1: but try, trying to stay like writing with other people I can't I don't know how people do it because you see people getting along and laughing and right. I can't do it all because I, I don't deliver it like I'm on a stage because I don't do the sales but I go back to first year comedy Kyle going what if uh, I said this and then these were the words and like, yeah, I guess that, that <gasps> could work. And it's like, but it's because I don't want to convince them because you, you hang out with enough comics and you hear them always selling everything they're yeah. talking about. Some people are naturally funny and you love hearing them do it, but other people are like, just fucking take a break. You're not on stage. God damn.
0: That's, yeah, that that would be fucking nerve wracking for me. <laughs>
1: I think we answered all the comedy
0: questions. Yeah, we did. I'd love to do another podcast with you. Like, I could talk to you forever. Let's
1: throw another four hours on it. I actually have to go to another podcast today. Where are you going? I'm going to my buddy Willie Roberts has one. I don't know him. I want to do his podcast. You want to go with? (laughs) No, I can't. I've
0: got a a little girl coming home with no teeth (laughs) in a second. I'm nervous to go into the house and see what fucking drama. Ah, but she's
1: going to get the ice cream. No, Vicodin's, Vicodin's. and ice cream yeah. <laughs> I mean, i'm not saying that the ice cream's not a painkiller it's the treat because you can't chew anything yeah. oh no vicodins, like vicodins i give vicodins i put cheese on top of combos
0: yeah, put a little vicodin on the ice cream <laughs>
1: what are you like king cut you're gonna dick. take them with you when you die <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ hey, do you have any dates you want to uh i feel like i feel like oh, i man. want people to go see your venues when now. does this come out when i will air this probably next week
1: yeah, I started a tour next week going through the southeast. Oh, shut up. And it's all leading up to the 40 Watt in Athens I'm recording a new hour special at the what are you 40 Watt. at the 40 Watt? watt. August 16th. So Friday. Dude,
0: <clears throat> dude. You going to be down that dude, way? Dude, I think I'm in I think I'm in Atlanta. August 16th. August 16th, I am July. Dude, I'm in Atlanta August 16th. Are you? Yeah, what are you are you doing any press?
1: Uh I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, I'm leaving. I, Savannah's my last day of the tour on Thursday, and then I'm taking Friday off to just relax. Um, I might. I'm, who knows? Maybe I'll wind up in Atlanta. What times your show, dude? I think there's seven thirty and ten. I'm doing two tapings. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think my. Sh- maybe
0: I'll come down to see some of your. I'm oh, the, you you're probably in Athens. Be working. I'm, yeah, I'm in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. I'm what in are you doing do at Atlanta Improv? Yeah, I'm at the uh, Funny Bone. No Funny. Uh, punchline. Pu-
1: yeah, I forget how many. Peloton is a great.
0: Goddamn it, I'm in ath. I'm in Atlanta. It's totally different than Athens.
1: Isn't it? Isn't it like the best treat when you're on the road and you see another? Car, like, what are you doing in this city? It's the greatest feeling. I had it the other day. Um, or the airport, just constantly bumping into people. God in damn the airport. It, where
0: was I? And someone's like, "Hey, I'm there too. We should hang out." And I was like, "Oh, let's totally do that." I want to say it was Florida. My memory is fucking shot.
1: Uh, you know what? I was thinking that I've absolved myself of some qualms about losing. But like, also, you know what? I have no repetition in my life. It's not like I can be like, "Oh, well." I know I was at work till five. Yeah. And then I drove home and then I was at my house and uh, maybe I went out to eat. I'm like, no, I was in an airport that, I mean, I, I was in the Bahamas on a cruise that I got back Monday night and I, before that I was home for three days and I was in London for two weeks. Like, like, it's okay to get your memory jumbled up yeah. because there's no set schedule to your life.
0: I haven't, I, I used to think, I used to, I remember used to think like, oh, it would be cool to like, I hear these stories of these guys wake up and they don't know where they are. That would be cool. Uh, that's my life. I never know where I am. <laughs> yeah. I wake up n- always, my first second is opening my eyes going, where am I? Like, it's like it's like a little mystery.
1: Or being in the airport and all of a sudden, like, wait, which flight? What city yeah. am I going to? Like, I know what time the flight was, but now I'm here and I'm like...
0: Right when you check in and they go, oh, where are you flying to? And I'm like, ooh, got to give me a second. Shit,
1: uh, I don't know. Is that the connecting? Where am I at this week? Yeah. <sighs>
0: Well, everyone go and see him in Athens at the 40 watt. Find his tour. You at kylecanane.com? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's spelled Kyle Kanani. <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> I have enjoyed it so, like, because we I had wish to reschedule. You corrected her then. Uh, yeah. she, I wanted her to say it to you. Kanani? Kanani. And, and you were like, well, oh, I guess maybe you that's the throw your did.
1: wife under the bus. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> go
0: see him, and, uh, and hopefully we'll do another podcast soon. Let's do it, man. I fucking. Let's do, a skateboard. I could.
1: Let's do a skate cast. Fucking tell me about <laughs> it.